Hello and welcome to Ruled Under the Momentum of Ramjack. Hey, welcome to the show. My name's Alex, and joining us today for Ramjack is our good friend Brad. Hello, citizens. Hello. Got a casual June episode for you, coming fresh off of TNT. And now, um, you may be saying, but hey, I thought you guys were going to catch up and do the rest of season one. Hey, guess what? We did. Because I checked, we did the entire season one. Wow. Hmm. Hmm. How many years did it take us to do all of season one? I feel Um, like T's been a part of our lives forever, but... Hold up, because I made a list. Um, We did episode one was episode 512 of the podcast. So uh, I believe that was 2001. I mean... It feels like we've been covering TNT since the beginning, which I know isn't true, clearly, because we had already done 500 episodes. (laughs) It's more or plus before TNT ever got in. What episode are we on now? Uh, This is episode 604. So there you go. There you go. So uh, as we all know, uh, that episode was... Hold on. Let me go to the next page. Another page. Hold up. What are we looking at? Oh, we're looking at uh, episode 512 was... May 4th, 2021. Wow. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. And also, I thought we'd skipped around a bit. We didn't really skip around that much. I think there's one that we maybe did out of order. Hold on. Did we even do one out of order? I know. I watched one out of order. Because oh, yeah, there, yeah. the, there was the episode where we had both watched different episodes and didn't realize it until a second yeah, no, into like them, talking. We did them in order. We did them in order as well. Yeah. Sweet. So, oh, well, there you hmm. go. Hmm. Well, there you go. All the doubters, all the haters out there. Oh, you motherfuckers. You Guess what? Motherfuckers. We won. Ramjack yeah. won. Deal with it. We're the heroes. Speaking of heroes, Brad and I have been watching some movies. Oh and I honestly can't wait to jump in to what you have to talk about. Because I feel like it, it'll be very meaty. Do you want to? Yeah, we'll, 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 save, we'll save that for a bit. But guys, get oh, okay, ready. Okay. If, you had, if you had questions about Transformers Rise of Beasts... Um, I will be talking about it in depth. Um, I will be spoiling many things, including many things that are very dumb. And I hope you don't know yet. Again, I, I, I don't know. I don't know how spoiled things are. I gotta assume nobody gives a fuck about these Transformer movies anymore. But I don't know. It's a summer blockbuster, so maybe people do. Maybe this is all over the internet. I don't know. Twitter doesn't work anymore, so I can't tell what people know and what they don't know. Oh, yeah. So. Supposedly, it's a return to form for the Transformers movie. I think we talked about it a little bit in the last episode. So, so I... It's, that's certainly one way to describe it. We will talk in depth. <laughs> in depth, I will describe this movie. This stupid fucking movie. Can I ask one question? I know we'll get to it later, but I just want to ask one question from the get-go. Okay. Does Witwicky appear as a child or do it like his parents appear as children? Because I know it's in the 90s. No. No. Okay. 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 We are Witwick free. Missed opportunity. Missed opportunity. Okay. With that, we will wait. So uh, what's been going on, friend? <laughs> Not much. I've been watching things other than just movies, but I think if you're okay, I'd like to talk about a movie first because we've already kind of talked about it on the show in the long, long ago. Sure. But it just came to Disney Plus here in the States, and that is the new Avatar Way of the Water movie. Or not oh so new Way of the Water. And we had talked about it, and I had like read stuff about it, had read spoilers, but I wasn't really, I don't think I was as prepared as I thought I was. Because mm-hmm. I was still shocked at many things, even though knowing they were coming. And I really regret not seeing it in the theater, only because I, I watched it through uh, the MetaQuest too. 
so that I would have the largest screen available to me. So it felt like I was in a movie theater, which was great. It was long. It was super freaking long, which I also knew. And thankfully, there was only so long I could keep the headset on my face watching a movie um, to where the battery ran out. So I actually had to watch it like in installments of at least three, I think. And but it was fun because I, I, I liked breaking it up because it was just so freaking long. I really wish like I know that they're going to bring it to the new Apple headset, which no one is going to buy because it's so expensive. I, I would feel horrible buying that just yeah. with the responsibilities I have as a parent and a caregiver to small animals as well. But because I know they're going to start doing Disney is going to port 3D movies to that. And if this had been in 3D, it probably would have been way more awesome just from like a, a spectacle standpoint. But as it stands, it was pretty cool to see there was kind of a moment where I thought wow we're really back at this Navi stuff at the, at the beginning I was like there's just a lot of Navis there where are the humans like I, I was watching an animated movie at this point except for spider I would love to see the filming of this where it's just spider standing there and it's all just like one of those blue uh, rooms because I mean I know that they filmed together and they had the motion cap but it's, I was we're watching an of a high-end animated movie. But there was a moment I where... I mean, it, oh, it's not enough so that it does that thing to my head, though, yes. that an animated movie does. And it, may it feels also be, real may, enough. That may also be the difference of the 3D glasses, too. Which makes me wonder if I could see if, if I could see an animated movie in 3D, and it, wouldn't, it would be different. Maybe. Go see the Spider-Man, the new Spider-Man Spider-Verse movie. Maybe. That, I, that's, I, that might be too much. Yeah, because, I, I, again, that just seeing, like, the little trailer that they played after one of the Marvel movies, like, with again, it wasn't in 3D. But just seeing that, that that hit all of the whatever the hell happens to my head. Like they're really leaning into like different animation styles. It, it there's so much just like random little animation flourishes they put into almost every scene that I've seen just in the trailer. That I'm like, holy smokes, they made the movie this jam packed. Like that's a labor of love. But yeah, I don't know. In 3D, I still think it would be too much. For yeah, you, yeah. Now that we talk I, about I, it. I think yeah. Even I think even in th- I, I think there's a possibility and i'm just thinking i'm just this this is just coming to me now that that may be a possibility but i i yeah i still i still think that one would be too much a normal animated movie maybe yeah but avatar looks so real like it is almost photorealistic mm-hmm. cg so much so that when spider is there with the navis i don't like after a few minutes or maybe 15 or an hour again the movie is what three plus hours long it just it just all goes away and i'm like all right this is real <laughs> they're on pandora hi natiri hey 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 my sully or my jake as she constantly called him which i was a little like come on they're kids the only thing that never never that constantly just broke the illusion for me is sigourney weaver's avatar child mm-hmm. because it's her voice like i know they try to slightly modulate it but it's like nah and when she hugs herself in the dream sequence are inside of awa which apparently is a a heaven like it's a it also stores the consciousness of like past things because they go in and see their son at the end okay spoiler one of the navi kids dies uh, and Natiri just goes crazy, which after, is awesome. After the fifth kidnapping in a row. Yeah. And it was funny because I remember you saying like them questioning it at one point. So when the little kid said, I can't believe I got caught again. I was like, God damn it, James Cameron. <laughs> so funny. It is. And I love the whales just 
being pacifists and like look we're not gonna hurt anybody in the long long ago we had wars and just a lot of bloodshed a lot of we're just not gonna do that anymore until the one decides to lead a war party that gets killed for some reason i don't know why because one of them pretty much just wrecks their shit on one of these major boats that's supposed to be well hunting so i guess all of pandora is gonna fight the humans now uh, well, and Jake's gonna stop running. Bad Ooh. news, Alex. Is breaking news as of today. Avatar three is pushed to twenty twenty five. How? How? Like <laughs> release date or filming? I guess they don't know no, release, because release date. Release date. Okay. With a strike and everything. Twenty twenty five. Yeah. How can you? You took this long to to like start making these movies, and you're already having to delay things again. I mean, guys. Um. Yeah. So uh, now uh, Avatar four is slated for. December December of 2029 and Avatar 5 is set to arrive December 2031. So mark your calendars, everybody. We're going to be living in a different world at that time. Like how can People Avatar stay relevant? lived and died. <laughs> <laughs> wow. It, it'll really just be the era of Avatar ish if people remember oh how can you spend so much money on those and just be like yeah it's fine i guess it's it's so photorealistic and outside of time that it's like all right what, what does it matter i mean it's future pandora we're never gonna get there it'll still feel sci-fi ish i guess sigourney i like i hope they're they're capturing all the lines they need from sigourney weaver for any character she's gonna play in the future any of them i mean surely james cameron just has like full body scans of these people in 3d with super high tech and just all the ai voices just playing around in post. What are we going to do? Let's just redo this whole scene. I'll do the motion capture for them. It's fine. So weird. So weird. It is weird. But I thought it was fun. I The first movie is more of a movie. Not, not, I'm not sure how to say this. You started to say something like this when you first talked about it. I don't know if this one was better than the first one or not. It was definitely like... I didn't feel like the time was a slog. Probably because I broke it up. But it was fun. Everything was fun. Um... There were some strange, I I don't know, it felt more soap opery. The first one felt like a sci-fi contained movie playing with fun stuff. And this one felt like, all right, we're going to continue that. And I wasn't really 100% sure what to do with it. So family drama. Also, we're going to reincarnate Marines as Navis. I guess we got their permission. Sure. I mean, weird. And also a whale adrenochrome. So weird. How did they find that out? Great question. Humans just kill animals no matter where we're at. And just like, well, what can we find? I also love that Spider said, so you just take the, the brain goo that keeps humans alive forever, stops aging, and then just throw away the rest of the whale? You're not even going to use any of their... I mean, I'm sure there's blubber on here. We could use anything on here for natural resources. Nah, just throw it in the ocean. Leave those inflatable bags on, though. I want them to know who did it. It's like, okay, come on. How more evil can you get? And why aren't they still mining for unobtainium? You come back, you still... There's two very expensive resources on this planet. Because people made fun of unobtainium, so they had to change it to so adrenochrome. <laughs> But like they made fun of it on the fictional Earth of the future. No, yeah, no, they no. The people that watched the movie made fun of it. I know. I'm just trying to think of how they would make it canon of. Yeah. And I guess humans are coming to Pandora, even though they can't breathe the air. Are we gonna try to terraform it? Like, come on. These so are weird. I, these are these are very bad. <laughs> like, but it is a beautiful movie to watch, and the underwater stuff was truly like wow. James Cameron loves underwater. I know this much. Mm-hmm. And he really made a movie where he got to just lean into and make really fun oh, yeah. underwater stuff in a way that might be new. I'm sure in 3D, it was breathtakingly awesome. 
I was told that there was some people had mentioned in reviews of this, and I don't think you did, but they said that there was a part close to around the climax that they had never really seen something like this on like screen before. And I thought, is it just the whale taking out the ship? Like a giant whale fighting a ship? Because other than that, eh. Uh, yeah, I don't know what that would be. Like, what would it be other than the whale being like, oh, this, no. I've just never seen anything. I've never seen anything like, like a little blue person having therapy with a whale who has PTSD. I've never seen something like that. I've never seen kids get kidnapped so many times in a row. Let me tell you something you've never seen before. You've seen those Navis plug those little tail uh, membranes into stuff. But if you... The trust it must have taken for that one Navi to float into that one whale's mouth and then to have its giant thing unfurl inside, that was weird. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I don't know about this, guys. Everything else, sure, fine. It's it's what it is. But that, a little weird. So bizarre. So bizarre. Don't, I, yeah. I mean, I'm going to watch the next one. I hope to, I'm, I will see the next one in the theaters for 3D because the th- I, watching, I was like, this must be infinitely better in 3D just because of the spectacle. Because everything else is, eh, it's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I do have a related story. Okay. Um, speaking of whales, um, so the Strait of Gibraltar up in Europe, it's between um, Spain and I, I don't know which country in Africa it is, but it's between Europe and Africa. It's a tiny little place. It's the, the mouth to the Mediterranean and also the Atlantic. There have been some crazy things happening. Hmm. Orcas have been schooling and attacking boats. Seemingly for fun, and humans are not really sure what to do. So die. there was die. Yeah, well, there was do. so there was a captain who was sailing with his with his crew. It was a smaller boat. They were like towing something or carrying cargo, and suddenly the boat got hit. He said it felt like a wave, like had knocked them like the boat over, not not over, but like just hit it. And they're like, "Whoa, that was weird." And then it happened again, but like in a way that didn't seem like the ocean was moving. And they looked at each other and was like, "Not again, not again," because they had been attacked by orcas before and all almost didn't get away. Apparently, this whole group of giant orcas just played with them. Like, they would take turns just ramming the ship and, like, moving it. So they couldn't, like, get away from them because they couldn't swim as fast, or they couldn't get the boat to move fast enough for orcas not, because orcas are, like, they live in the water. They're a giant muscle. They're like, nope. So they just fucked with this boat for, like, three hours until they got bored and just went away. But they were just at their mercy. Then it happened again, but this time they, like, took chunks of the boat out. Nice. And... They thought they were done. Like, they kept getting attacked, and the boat was, like, rendered. They couldn't move. I think they were taking on water. They had to get another boat radio to come and save them. Um, But as they were kind of, like, the orcas started to leave, but then this one orca, like, the biggest one, like, came back. And they're like, oh, fuck. And it hit them. And they think it was because they didn't knock all of this one part of the boat out, and there was a little piece left that they could kind of see above the water. And the orca came back and just ran the boat again to knock that piece off. So the orcas are just, like, sporting with tiny boats, apparently, in the Strait of Gibraltar. Yeah, take them out. Take them out. I'm on Team Orca's side. I, I am, too. Like, whales? And not just because I watched Avatar, but the, the, just the whales. Uh, no, I'm, 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 yeah, I'm there in spite of having watched Avatar. Like, after watching <laughs> Avatar, I'm more like, maybe we should kill more whales. But, like, still, I'm like, no, no, I think the whales should kill the people. Um, in this, in this last encounter, eight killer whales, giant killer whales, and the attack lasted for an hour. The one before that was much longer. Um, researchers are not 100% sure why the orcas are doing this. They're doing it more and more, actually. Like, it's becoming very, like, not very common, but more common. Um, and they think that it's the orcas teaching 
younger orcas to hunt, and they just use our boats as punching bags. I mean, what else is a boat good for? It makes noises, it floats, it's got those little humans on it. Might as well use it for a punching bag in this narrow strait where they're kind of in between large bodies of water and, you know, they can't really go anywhere. I hope it spreads. I hope it's, I hope it's happening more. Other well-related signs, like just observances really quick. And I'm sorry, the, orcas are kind of jerks in general to other animals and creatures, but I'm, I'm for them attacking human boats. Yeah, yeah. Um, larger whales are kind of done with orcas. There's many stories where orcas will school, like they'll be in these packs of eight or more, a little pods or whatever, and they will attack anything in the water and try to eat it. They're just, um, they're carnivorous. I, I, I don't know if they're omnivores, but I'm pretty, I, they eat meat. Seals, manatees, other whales, they will attack and try to eat if they, if they think they might be able to take them. So there's a certain species of whale, and at the time I can't think of it on top. It's not, I don't think it's humpback whales. Um, it might be blue whales. It's one of the larger whales. Orcas will sometimes try to attack their smaller baby whales, and they're not having it. So now we've seen an uptick in larger whales coming to the defense of animals in the ocean and like beating up orcas and like getting them to go away and attacking them. So we have whale on whale war now, orcas versus the other whales. And there's video of them like going up and like just ramming into these other, these orcas and then like getting the little sea lion to like climb up on it and like they'll put their fin out. This seems like an avatar thing, but it's, I saw a video of this whale like swimming to where the thing was on its, and it's like moving, like it's weird. Kind of adorable, but also just fascinating. So I don't know how that's going to play out in the Strait of Gibraltar. Maybe the the bigger whales don't go through it. I don't know if there's any bigger whales in the Mediterranean. Maybe they, they're more in the open water. But maybe that's another reason why there's an uptick. The other whales are like, nope, quit punking, quit, quit doing this. Weird. That's all the whale news I have. Sorry, I just... I watched Avatar, got excited. I don't know if it's because I watched Avatar. These whale stories came into my life. Um, the algorithms are crazy, weird math. I don't understand them. And probably listening to us right now, who knows? I don't know if you noticed, but my current governor is, uh, you know, in full uh, running for president mode now. So... Oh, oh yeah, DeSantis. I'm sorry, who? Ron DeSantis? Um, what? Huh? Huh? What are you saying? Oh, is that not his name? I, I, well, it's hard to tell because he's changed it. He changed his name? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, well, he's, he's, he's pulling a Pete Buttigieg slash Buttigieg, oh. and he's changing the pronoun of his name um so i don't i i now i'm not even sure if he's go, currently going with desantis or desantis but he has varied between the two i think desantis sounds like a negative thing like I it doesn't have a good doing, ring I, to it because i think because uh trying to uh you know sound uh, even less ethnic DeSantis makes me think that I'm exterminating the Santises, like I'm just getting rid of them. Let me DeSantis your <laughs> political mean, system. I would love to DeSantis your state. I would please if I had the DeSantis ability. my state. Uh, but and of course, like he had been doing this for a couple of days, and immediately Trump is like, "Hey, I, you probably shouldn't change the you probably shouldn't change your name in the middle of the campaign." And I'm like, "God damn it!" Like. <laughs> so good it's so good like i 
You know, I just let them fight. Let them fight forever. Sadly, there's a very strong chance one of them will be the president soon. Gross. Uh, but uh, if we could just keep in this little place, this little point in time when it's just Trump and DeSantis fighting each other. I'm sorry, DeSantis fighting each other constantly. It would be wonderful. You think they might both end up running? As far as like whoever gets the nomination for Republicans, the other one just saying like, no. I mean, Trump might just do yeah, it on tr- his own. Like Trump is regardless. very likely. If if somehow Trump doesn't get the nomination, which I, I don't think is possible, like it's just not possible, like can't happen. How um, could then? How could anyone vote for someone? Because <laughs> uh, surely at that time something will be handed down on Trump regarding all of these things. Like, how can you vote for someone? Wait, 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 wait. Let's just back up. Surely something will be handed down on Trump. Alex, it is June 13th, 2023. At what point in history has anything been handed down to Trump? Um, I can't think of much other than like when he was challenging everything and the Supreme Court was like, no. And all the courts were like, no, regarding the uh, election fraud stuff, which was fictional and lies. But that's the quickest anything's ever moved through the courts that I'm aware of. Yeah, no, it's uh, like not I very uh, I listen, there's a good chance, but I will believe it when I see it. I do think it was interesting that there weren't apparently the number of protesters down there today, because today was the the Mm -hmm. time for his, uh, I guess, the start of his hearing of like, hey, we need to get this together. Like, let's figure out when you're going to come in here and actually have a real trial or whatever. Um, I I guess they were hoping for more protesters and the protesters and press were almost equal as far as number, if not more press. Like, and it was a weird showing of, like, it was really the, the most crazy weirdo. A lot of cosplay, a lot of Uncle Sam's, and a, a full-on circus from what it seems, from what I've seen so far. Case in point, I'd like to read something from the Orlando Sentinel. Ooh. Um... I'll, 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 I'll not read the title. <laughs> it's too good. It's too good. <laughs> okay. Uh, several dozen Central Florida MAGA supporters headed to Miami on Tuesday to back Donald Trump during historic making his during a histor- historic oh a hist- history making court hearing. That is terribly worded. During a history making court hearing, comma saying they remain firmly committed to the former president despite the 37 felony charges he faces. <laughs> Uh, Trump supporters clad in their stars and stripes left Walmart on John Young Parkway about 10 a.m. This is a Walmart right near Hilton where I worked. So, uh, to join the the crowd that Miami authorities expected to spend anywhere from 5,000 to 50,000. So, hmm. Uh, Trump supporters said they think the federal charges are politically motivated and vowed to back him over his primary challenger, Governor Ron DeSantis, uh, and other Republican politicians. Some wore shirts that read, Donald Trump did nothing wrong, while another donned a finish the wall hat. (laughs) Donald Trump is the only one in the world who has the ability and the willingness to put America back on the right track, said Mike Levine of Claremont. There's a lot of people in high places that don't want us to have the freedoms and liberties that we have had. Who? What are you talking about? What freedoms and liberties? What what are you talking about? I can only assume that was like a, a white older dude or woman. Yeah. Trump, the front runner of the 2024 GOP nomination, is accused of keeping classified documents in his ballroom and a bathroom in Mar-a-Lago, blah, blah.
blah, blah, and scheming and lying to thwart the government's efforts to recover them. Um, blah, 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 blah. He's also facing charges in Manhattan of falsifying business records. Those stem from accusations that he arranged $130,000 $130, hush money payment. Blah, blah, blah. Despite these allegations, uh, Levine said he thinks Trump is a better pick than DeSantis, who is who, who he said betrayed the former president by entering the race. Trump endorsed DeSantis bid for governor <laughs> in 2018, boosting his campaign and helping him secure a victory over the favored GOP establishment candidate, Adam Putnam. Donald Trump, in my opinion, is the incumbent Republican candidate for president and should be treated as such, Levine said. Trump denies wrongdoing and has urged his supporters to protest, saying, We've lost everything. The right-wing Florida Republican Assembly organized the bus trip. The group describes itself as a Judeo-Christian grassroots organization committed to restoring the Republican Party to its founding principles. Everything you read in that sentence was gross. It continued to get gross as the words came out of your mouth. Oh, things are going to continue to get gross, but in different ways. I can't believe the Levine guy got so many quotes. This is like... I mean, yeah, that's uh, that's their guy. I don't know. Just before you continue, Mm -hmm. they didn't even get 5,000 people there, right? I don't think so. I don't don't even think it was like... I don't think it was close to 5,000. Five to fifty thousand? Who? Who is their intel? I mean, that's that's the numbers that they were saying. Did you see like his inauguration and the like anemic crowds that were there? Mm-hmm. Have you seen like when they pan the have, camera back seen, to the crowds of this thing and it's like say, uh, there's probably going to be record crowds and then when there aren't they say there were record crowds? They just lie about the numbers. I them. mean, they lie about everything. Yeah. I also love how it's like, look, I know Trump, whatever those thirty <laughs> felony counts and whatever the fuck's going on in New York, but DeSantis did him dirty. The organization wanted to show solidarity with Trump, said Lou Marin, an Orlando resident and executive vice president of the Florida Republican Assembly. LCA Development and Realty, an Orlando real estate developer, sponsored the trip, according oh. to a flyer. Like, man, like, fucking real estate developers, like, you gotta watch out. If you if you run into a real estate developer, like, just know you've run into some trash. Like, they are at the root of all gross Terrible, like, oof, bad, bad. And in a state like Florida with the property being so expensive and yeah. there not being enough. Well, there's not enough everywhere, but a special kind of yeah. gross and sleazy. Yeah, Florida real estate developer especially, like, the, those people, they they get nothing. They get, There's nothing good in them. Like, there is no conspiracy, like, wacky conspiracy, adrenochrome, non-QAnon nonsense. You could tell me about our real estate developer that I wouldn't be like, you know what? possible. Maybe. Maybe they are harvesting children. I could believe that it's not impossible. Now, do I believe, like, you know, Tom Hanks is harvesting children? No. Of course not. Real estate developers, they might try it. They might try it just to see if it works. I mean, how many, like, vacant lots or spaces do they have underdeveloped that are just ready to have things put up or in contract where they could hide people or things? Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. They have... Watch out. Definitely. If you meet a real estate developer, be wary. Uh, We firmly believe everyone is innocent until proven guilty, Marin said. Marin, a former vice chair of Orange County GOP, faced scrutiny at the time for reportedly posting conspiracy theories that called the Parkland shooting a hoax and referred to far-right conspiracy theory QAnon. 
course. Miriam J. Ramirez, president of the Puerto Rico Puerto Rico the Puerto Rico Republican Assembly, wore a Make America Great Again hat and said that she and others in the Puerto Puerto Rican community are sticking with the former president. We feel safe, like a daddy who's taking care of us. <laughs> Ramirez no. said no. Uh, said of why she and others are supporting Trump. Oh, uh, by the way, I need to tell you right now the headline of the article is Orlando MAGA supporters take bus to Miami to support Daddy Trump. No fucking way. <laughs> so good. So good. As Trump as Trump's backers boarded two buses in the Walmart parking lot, Danette Chilatis of Orlando watched and yelled at them. Get on the bus, you traitors, she said. Your your dictator is being arrested today for espionage traitors and here we see that like as awful as like these fucking like um douchebag idiot like monsters are mm-hmm. god liberals are just as fucking insufferable <laughs> like you this loser went to like the went to the bus pickup for people going to like watch trump's arraignment day which why? i mean and like he went to yell at them get on the bus you traitors your dictator is being arraigned today for espionage Traitors! And they're like, what's with that guy yelling? Like, you are. What's that like, about? You're the biggest fucking. Somehow, you're the biggest loser in this group. Like, you are with this group, and you've made yourself a bigger loser. Who are you? Who the fuck are you yelling at a bus of weirdos? You're the weirdo yelling at the bus of weirdos. I mean, it doesn't matter what you believe. Like, this they're... person probably like proudly voted for Pichet. Oh, totally. But I mean, there's trolls at every level of society, no matter who you are, oh. and. This is definitely one of those insufferable. It's obnoxious. It is obnoxious to yell in public without there being an emergency, especially to troll people like this. I mean, come on. God, like you're probably wearing like a a Joe Biden T-shirt too. Like, just like, what are you doing, you fucking lamo? <laughs> I mean, like the latest Joe Biden shirt, or maybe they oh. got the commemorative pin, or like the the official membership card. They, they told bu- me I could get if I donated money to them. Or maybe they were one of the chumps that bought the Kamala shirt. Like when she said the line in the debate, "I was that girl." <laughs> like you're one of the the dummies that bought the T-shirt, the pre-planned T-shirt. Oh, we gotta rethink how politics is done yeah on a global level but definitely locally yeah this whole like the trump bullshit and the liberal bullshit Uh, we gotta just we gotta get start over we gotta we gotta get something else guillotines guillotines i i i would not advocate violence or guillotines other than maybe to you know cut up fruit okay all right here you go here you you got three humans all right human one trump makes me feel like a like he's a safe daddy (laughs) that's person number one person number two your traitors your dictator is being arraigned today for espionage um person three <sighs> chop huh the the person running the guillotine yeah that person's me by the way that was me so is this humgay ghost because i don't know if i can i I'm can just play saying, that with I'm these people saying, that seems a little saying, weird like which of which of these people which of these people is acceptable in society huh come on i mean technically all of them are quote well no i don't like I mean, you're my podcasting host and friend. Thank you. Correct choice. Correct choice. Thank you, Alex. <laughs> I mean, intentionally made a choice. Great. I made a statement that you were the... Thank you for your endorsement. Does the article end there? Yeah. Yeah. I mean... <laughs> it ends with, get on the bus, your dictator is being arraigned today for espionage. Traitors. I love the whole line of Trump allegedly, like, is being uh, accused of allegedly holding documents or something similar to that in Marlago. When we have photos... 
Yeah. We have like and it's like not, I've seen so many photos of it, and it's just like wow, it's so dog. It's crazy because it's like it wouldn't even be a big deal. Like, cause like yeah, like like these weirdos like end up with documents. Like now, great you end up with a lot of documents and like very sensitive documents. That's the but thing that, that's weird. But like, <laughs> Weirder. Like what happens, and like what happened with Biden? What happened with Pence? Like what happens every time this happens? Because this always happens. Because just how it is. Like they say, hey, uh, we found out you have those documents we need. Um, we need to get those back, and then you just give them back. I. And he's like, no, I don't nope. have them. And he's like, yes, you do. Like, no. So whoever is running the document department in in Washington or at the White House. <laughs> I mean, they are getting shit done because apparently, I guess they have like such a wonderful inventory that they could be like, where are these nuclear secrets? Where are the plans that we got from the Pentagon about if we attack this other country for some random reason? All right. What did the president want? Okay, let me just go get those documents and let me put it down in my ledger. Now it's backed up in three different places and we'll we'll figure it out. Because how? All that paper running around? I mean, like our government is so disorganized seemingly on purpose in some instances not i mean to clearly like uphold the establishments of what's going on but they're so inept at certain times that it's amazing to me that there's a department that can keep such a detailed awesome like track of these types of documents that must be they miss number in the hundreds every week if not more of just like hey here's the here's this file here's this file here's this file and whoever that team is I want to know more about them because I don't know who they are. I've never heard of them. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're archivists. That's this is like, there you this go. Is just their job. I want to know more about archivists. Like, what do they, what, I'm assuming it's similar to a librarian, um, but like a hardcore librarian. I'd like to think that there's maybe just like one degree that separates them. It's like, well, okay, that's cute that you went to be a librarian, but you know, I'm an archivist and we get shit done. Um, just fascinating to me. But we all saw the pictures, mate. You can't, it is weird journalism to say, allegedly, they should have said, you know, despite all the pictures we've seen of documents in various places of Mar-Lago given to us by the FBI, comma, Trump has allegedly kept these sensitive documents at his place. I, mean, I, I was going to rewrite the article. Um, the the <laughs> traitor in chief, the big Cheeto as I call him, we saw the photos. You're traitors. <laughs> I, I I saw that there was like a, someone who got a bus and they like wrapped it in a graphic and to, to, to protest and they would drive by um, the arraignment or the hearing and it was just Trump thumbs up and then there was like a jail cell that had like every current uh, uh, I, I guess liberal politician Biden of course Hillary was in there well, even though I mean, like her time is gone the storm is coming the storm the storm is coming trust I mean trust the plan trust the plan the storm is coming storm's storm has co- storm's been coming for a while but it's i mean you know how the weather is you, you can't I do. you know it's crazy you so, never know you know climate change i mean not climate change not climate change uh that's perfectly normal um but we- weather's been weird li- weird weather weird weather you know because it's just um random truth that's kind of terrifying speaking of weather uh, and it might be because my wife is on a business is, trip and coming home alex from a flight is, alex is reading a truth now from truth social his favorite uh um social network i mean you you knock it but i'd like to get a balance 
view of the world. No, I'm kidding. I would never download Truth Social. I don't even use Twitter as much anymore. Hello, everyone on Truth. Just so you know, your dictator is being arraigned today for treason. <laughs> um, I could not troll on the internet. I, I would not be good at it. I would feel so bad. Um, and it's just pointless. Anyway, um, because of climate change, or at least that's what they think is causing this, there has been a marked upcrease of turbulence, like rough turbulence in the skies for airplanes. So much so that they're like, all right, what the fuck's going on? Like the airline, they're talking to scientists, they're trying to do studies to be like, well, why are we experiencing way more turbulence than we used to? And like the science is around like the skies warming up and there's just some dynamic there that actually causes more turbulence for planes given the altitudes that we fly at. So that's something else to worry about. Not that planes are good for the environment, they're good for like traveling from places, but turbulence is, a th- is, is on the other take all i'm saying is who knows the weather so brad there's a show on netflix i've been watching that i wasn't too sure about but the more i watched i'm like okay um it's called the ultimatum have you i think we've talked about this on the show in the long ago because there was one season of it do you do you remember the premise or do you I do not okay so you're a couple you someone in the couple wants to get married and the other person's like nah, let's wait or i don't know about marriage i don't know if i believe in the institution of marriage you know oh boy so you take that person on a show all right and you both agree to and be like all right what we're gonna do well yeah well technically so you go on the show you meet like um like a few other couples maybe four maybe five other couples and they're all in the same situation so what you do is you all break up and then you pair off with other people from other couples and you live three weeks or a month with them and a pretend marriage oh and you three you learn weeks with a stranger and look all bets are off. You are broken up. You are on a break with your other significant other. And then after that, you come back and you rejoin with your the person you came there with and you spend another three or four weeks. I think it's three weeks. And then at the end, you get to decide, are you going to marry them? Are you going to not marry them and then break up? I think that it makes it sound like it's contractually obligated when you sign it that you will break up with this person if you don't get married. I think if which you're going, I think is weird. If you're going on this show, you're break you're like it's you're breaking up. Like there's there someone a couple is not coming to this show and go and going to end up like staying together long term. I mean, yeah. I don't know about this. It's never a good thing to make an ultimatum. Um and then to make it public on a show. So the first season, totally heterosexual, cool. It was fine. It was like like, oh, okay, you'd expect what you'd want. This season is called uh, Queer Love, and it is all lesbians. And it is an infinitely better show. One, more dynamics. Any of them could end up together. Mm-hmm. And the other one, it was like, ah, oh, you kind of had to pair up because they're all heterosexual with like a lady hashing up with another dude. And this one, anyone could end up with anybody. There's just more possibilities for coupling, which is a good from like a, a show planning stage. But just the, um, just the inherent like subtlety in I would say the dramatic element and what these people have to go through is one something I could never do like it would be if we had to go on a show where it was ultimatum podcast hosts and it was we're either going to end the show or I don't know we have to take this on the road or do YouTube or something like are you in this to continue the next 15 years of Frank Jack <laughs> um I don't I don't know um but it is fascinating and there are some I feel sorry for everyone on this show. Wait, I'm, now I'm just imagining who, who we're going to get paired up with. Like, to, to imagine the show. other podcasts. Like, I, so uh, one's like a Joe Rogan-y um, God, low, can you imagine? Podcast. You've got a podcast with him for three weeks. Ugh. 
And then the other one is like, uh, like, uh, uh oh, like a, like a, like a crypto, uh, but also like, like, uh, like, uh, um, like an Andrew Tate, like man, like, like controlling women podcast. Gross. So like two sides of that same, like gross, like dudes. But we'd also have like um, other comedic podcasts in some way, maybe a, like an NPR type podcast, which would be weird. Oh, fuck. And then true crime, which would be fun. Okay, true crime podcast. Um, uh, an NPR podcast, overproduced NPR pro- podcast. Yes. Um, Joe Rogan douchebag podcast, and then crypto slash sexist podcast, and us. <laughs> there you go. Oof. And you have to choose, you guys, we all have to agree, I guess, I don't know how they do it. Maybe right, they select right. it behind the scenes of who you pair up with. Oof. There, there are some people on this show that are- Murder-suicide, by the way. Murder-suicide. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I'm taking that shit out. <laughs> I think all of those could be fun except for the crypto bro. Like, I'm like, I don't want to be stuck with any other people on that podcast. Ugh. Or at least it'd be neat, you know? You can- uh, I'm gonna um, fuck with them. I'm gonna fuck with whichever oh, of one course. of those I'm on. Like I'm just See, gonna like I am going to I'm going to mess with them. I think it would be I think it's a fun idea. Maybe that's Ultimatum Season Three. Oof. Podcasts. Podcasters. Oof. Podcasting partnerships. Um so there are some people that are just so adverse to conflict that it is just your heart goes out to them. Even though I can't tell if they're jerks or not, to be honest. There's someone who when anyone who meets any type of resistance. Or like anyone tries to be like, say like, why are you, why did you do that? Or why don't you do this? They're like, oh, I can't right now. I can't right now. I got to go be by myself and meditate. We'll talk about this later. And later never comes. But it seems as it goes on that this person genuinely has some sort of like, like cognitive, like blockage. I, I, I struggle for the words. There is something that this person needs to work through because they might actually have a, a condition that makes it like they are so, so afraid of confrontation because you'll see it when other people are arguing. Their face goes to panic and they'll come in like, guys, let's just let's just all chill out. OK, let's just all chill out and like step back and just relax. And you can tell that they want to run so much. So this is the first person on the show that just ended their experiment marriage. Yikes. Um in the dark in like in like a thief in the night the girl goes for a walk with the dog and she's like all right and you just see her like packing everything as fast as she can she's like i gotta get out of here i gotta get out of here i gotta get out she's like i'm out and she just leaves yeah which you know i again i feel sorry for her i i my heart goes out to her but i can't tell because it's either a coping mechanism to where she never has to really do anything or face conflict or she's using it as a as a crutch for that as well as also having like some sort of phobia or some sort of thing about conflict there was an okay the saddest part of this is that that woman just leaves and the woman with the dog comes home and she's like what she reads a note she's like she left <laughs> can you do that and what we don't know is that this woman has been left her entire life she was abandoned as a child by both of her parents two people that were relatives to her died when she was a child and she was married before but that person left like this lady did and she didn't tell anyone I mean so when this happens she breaks down and you're like holy fuck and when they learn about it they're like oh god I'm so sorry Sorry. I'm sorry, but I had to take care of myself. I had to get out of there. It was a weird situation. But here's the thing, though. I mean, all those people are, are leaving her in her life. You know, maybe, maybe the problem is her. And 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 she and she talks around that in a scene, and you're like, honey, 
<laughs> look, look. Also, having an abandonment issue is is common, and you have been like feel. You can definitely feel like death is not technically abandonment on purpose, unless it was on purpose for some reason, which would be like catastrophically heartbreaking. And I don't know. So there's a lots of those moments peppered in because there's someone else who's very confrontational. I'd probably, I, I would probably sneak off. I would sneak off. You well, I don't think you could get along with most of the. Maybe I don't know. Well, if it's I, the podcasting scenario, yeah, I don't think it would. I, I, you'd I, do one episode and be out. Well, no, but yeah, podcasting, I would fuck around with them for yeah, for at least one episode and then out. But like, I gotta like live with somebody for three weeks. It's nuts. Like, no, I like, I no, absolutely not. Some rando. So I gotta a share, lot of people, I, 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 am I sharing a bed with this person? So that's optional. And some people are more open to it than others. And some people are more ultimate to the fact of like an int- physical intimacy with other people. Cause they're on a break, Brad. They're on a break. Listen, they're on a physical break. intimacy is one thing. Uh, what about like pillowcases? That's, that's my bigger concern. Well, like, and you might, you might be more interested in this. There's one woman that says, look, um, we can sleep in the bed together. You're hot. I'm hot. Cool. I, I, I feel really close to you in a connection, but I have a dog and they're going to sleep in the bed with us too and the woman says oh hey that's okay i mean i don't have dogs i've never like slept with an animal in the bed and when i was little like we just didn't have animals sleep with us but i'm open to it and the woman looks at her after she says this and says you're not cool with the dog in the bed and the woman looks at her and says no i i said i'm open to it. i'm just giving you context of why like my life before this she's like if you don't want to sleep with the dog in the bed that's one thing but i'm on the couch and i don't know if this can work and the woman kind of looks around the room and is like, are you okay? Later, this woman says, look, I just got out of this relationship with the woman who was abandoned a lot, actually. Um, and they used to break up like every other week and then get back together. They just had like a weird relationship. She's like, I'm, I, I'm clearly not communicating very well. And I just felt triggered by something so she kind of comes around and like opens up and has like personal growth around like how she can communicate and of course they all sleep in the bed with the dog it's fine <laughs> as someone who sleeps in the bed with a dog it's totally cool but if you don't that's also also fine it's no, up to it's you fine. no it's not so that's a deal breaker for brad yeah you, you would be the person sorry, who's like i don't see why you are hesitant sleeping, you have an option of sleeping in a bed with a dog and you're gonna say no thank you um what it depends on the dog if you have like a giant dog would you sleep with a marmaduke um First of all, Alex, I don't consider huge dogs dogs. I only consider cute dogs dogs. So there you go. If you're so there dogs, you go. get the fuck out. Like I got, I got no use for like a drooly dog. I got no. Yeah. Get out of here. Get out of here. Like fucking lab. No. Get out. Maybe a collie, but they're smart and they're cute. I'm big on collies, but but like a little collie, a miniature collie. Like my grandparents had a miniature collie. Yeah, a miniature collie, I'm more okay with. Luna, to me, is the perfect size for a dog. I love little dogs. Luna's adorable. Love Luna. Great dog. There's a, uh, it's not a golden doodle, but it's one of those varieties. It's like part, it looks like it, it, next door. Their, Their old dog died, sadly, and they got a new dog that is absolutely gorgeous and friendly. Um... I'm kind of worried. If you ever come back up here, you might leave with this dog because it is nice. adorable nice and very dog. friendly. Might be, I, I need to plan a vacation right now. Um, I, I, I'll say a, a few more things about the show and then we'll go on to Transformers, I promise. But it is fascinating to watch. And there's another couple. I was leading up to the physical intimacy part. They come in and there's a woman named Vanessa who's notorious on the show for being, quote, fake um, and is very conceited and self-centered. And her partner's name is Xander. They have a really cute meet cute they went to high school together and were like friends they left for college kind of fell apart they randomly met in like another city at a food truck like at a taco food truck and they're like hey are you vanessa hey are you xander 
Oh, hey, how's it been? Oh, it's been okay. And Vanessa says, hey, are you gay? And Xander says, yeah, because none of them came out in high school. And Vanessa says, I am too. And from then on, they're inseparable from, I guess, the time. They, they have this whirlwind romance. Uh, Vanessa's horrible. Um, she's not She's not that great. But they promise not to have physical intimacy with, each, with a, another person. Another couple who did not promise to have physical intimacy, but was open to the idea uh, was this uh, was Lexi and Ray. Uh, they're younger. They're like in their 20s. Everyone else is kind of older 20s and in their 30s. One person is in their 40s. Um, and they're like, look, whatever happens, happens. I'm open to this experience. Wherever it leads, just find you. And then we'll come back and hopefully we want to get married. Hopefully not. So what ends up happening is when Xander goes off, she falls in love with the person that she's partnered with. Like she's free from whatever weird relationship her and Vanessa had. Um, Vanessa doesn't really take it seriously. But she seduces Ray because Ray is just a Ray is someone who is very uh, susceptible to suggestion. Almost will go along with anything that someone tells them to do. May have come on the show just because her partner made an ultimatum and was like, "All right, whatever you want." Just, just very shy and just kind of like, "Uh, I don't know." So it's poor Vanessa. I mean, poor Ray. It, they say it was consensual, but pff, there was something that physical happened to them. And the next morning, Ray is beside herself in like regret and agony because she knows she didn't want to. I, she says she wanted to do it, but she regretted it the next morning. It's like, look, I feel like I need to tell Lexi that this happened. And Lexi blows up on her. She's like, what? How dare you do this? Like, I look, I know that we're open to this and we knew this could happen, but I feel betrayed. And you're like, Lexi, what the fuck? How can you say that? It also is crazy because on the last night Lexi's with the person she's partnered with, she says, hey, I just want you to know that this is the last night and I'm open pretty much for anything. Because up to that point, they had not been physical, but she leaves the door open to do it. And you're like, Lexi, you can't do that. You can't be, I don't want this to happen. It's sad this happened and then be open for it. Very bizarre. That woman does not end up uh, doing any, her and Lexi don't end up being physical with each other. Um, it would be too sad. But like I said, Xander falls in love with his lady or her lady. Um, it's also interesting. I, I want to call people by their proper pronouns. And I think everyone on the show um, is she, her, uh, and them. But there's some people that might be more on like a, a gender transformation and Xander might be one of those people, but I think it's, they're still with he and she, but there's one person, I think it's, it's either Yoli or Ozzy. I think it's Ozzy. Ozzy's pronouns are Ozzy. Um, so it's interesting. I'm glad that they do it, but it makes it strange sometimes to just hear when people will use other pronouns like she or he in relation to various people on the show but Ozzy's just Ozzy. Part of me is like that's cool. That's a, that that sounds awesome just so people are always going to use your name no matter what because that's what I look that's what I prefer and it's neat. But when you hear it in practice it just sounds it's interesting. Not to say that it, again I'm not trying to like take that away from them that's what they chose their pronouns are that's totally fine. I I support that. <laughs> But it's interesting when it, you, you almost don't notice it, but there's times you know, it's like, why are you keeping, it, it sounds weird. It sounds like maybe people are being more strict on them when they talk about them because they are just using their name over and over again. But that's a choice and that's fine. Um, all that to say, fascinating show. Highly recommend for the roller coaster ride if you're into like um, drama or just interesting like thought experiments to see how it would work. Um, not sure what's going to happen. I have like two episodes left. I have no idea what's going, who's going to choose what or what's going on. So neat. A show not worth your time, I'll just say this really quick, is The Idol on HBO. Kind of reminds me of Breaking Bad, but Breaking Bad had a neat starting premise of like, hey, what if a chemistry teacher is going to die and then chooses to make drugs? This one is just like, 
what if a Britney Spears types is vulnerable and gets seduced by like a crazy um, uh, aspiring cult leader slash music producer? And it's not good. Like it's not, it's not good. Produced very well. There's no substance. It's weird. I'll put on the list with Breaking Bad of shows that I will probably never end up watching. I don't know why people like Breaking Bad. I watched most of it, but then bounced. I was like, this is not good. Or this is just too dark for no reason. I don't know. Mm. This is one of those shows. So yeah, put it on the list of to avoid heavily. Thank you. Thank you. Alex, I hope you've prepared a series of questions because I would like to talk about a film I saw, but last night, Transformers Rise of the Beasts. So it's fresh in your mind since you watched it last night. Fresh in my mind. First of all, first of all, let me talk about the trailers. Um, mm-hmm. First of all, let's talk about before the trailers. Maria Menounos, wonderful to see you as always. I love nice. you. Congratulations. Your podcast is still called Heel Squad, which I, I think it's been Heel Squad for probably a year now. I know it was something before that, but uh, congratulations. Mm-hmm. Um, we look forward to seeing you on the Ultimatum Season 3 podcasters. Uh, oof, oof. Oh, oh, I thought you oh, okay, yeah. I was going to say, if she's one of the regular Ultimatum, I'm like, oh, someone's going to get paired oh, off no. with her weird-looking husband? Yeeks. No, no. Her, Yeeks. Whoever's her podcasting I feel bad for whoever that person is. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah. On the, on the, on the, uh, now, if Maria Man- me and Marina Menounos oh, went into podcasting together, oof. Yeah. At the end of this, you could be ah, like, you know what? Fuck Alex, Ramjack. Ramjack great, is merging. It's been a great 14 years, friend. I would be okay with that. I would bow out respectively. I hope you and like, your crypto right. bros are having a great time. Because <laughs> Bri- no. me and Marina Menounos are going to be talking about true crime. That would be awesome, actually. Yeah, that's a, to, that's a podcast. To shift and... of your podcast genre for whatever reason. Um, <laughs> no, but, uh, but, but the trailers, I saw the fucking trailer for the new Ninja Turtles animated, which is much like the fucking um, Spider-Man Spider-Verse animation. Too much. Too much can't for handle me. It. We'll never be able to watch the movie. Like, there are things that I can theoretically, like, I could put on my phone, like, just, like, slightly out of, you know, and just kind of glance every once in a while if I really wanted to see something animated. Like, I could do that. Cannot do that for that. Still too much, I think. I don't think I could watch any part of that. You can watch stop motion, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Because I know they slowed the frame rate down in the Ninja Turtles movie to make it more stop motion, but it has all those extra, like, environmental effects yeah. that are almost like, pow, bam. So that's probably the thing that's getting you. Yeah. Well, it also just looks less stop motion-ish, but go ahead. Yeah. You're fine. I understand. You're cool. I, yeah. I, again, I'll, I'll someday I'll maybe be able to define the specifics of what triggers whatever the hell this is, but... Yeah, that's that in like the Spider-Man. They have the same kind of thing. And I, I don't know what you call it, but uh, no, it's bad for me. Very bad. So I was watching the trailer and I was like, I need to look away because I feel like this could be bad. And I'm about to have to sit through a Transformers movie. So which already can be a lot, uh, which I will say this Transformers movie not. I, I don't know what the last Transformers movie was I saw, but uh, this was not is like indecipherable as far as when like giant robot monsters are jumping all over the place hmm so well that's good there's that there's that now alex as you'll remember this film has autobots maximals terror cons predacons fascinating i just spent a few minutes trying to figure out which ones were the predacons because that i was not sure about 
Hmm. Um, had to look that up because I was like, I I definitely remember the Autobots. Definitely know who the Maximals are. I know who yeah. the Terracons are. Who the fuck was the Predacon? And I'm looking at a Transformers wiki, um, and I'm still kind of confused. Oh, okay. They were like a horde. Okay, so they were just like the the horde of little guys that. Interesting. Okay. All right. All right. So they were just like the lackey robot guys. Okay. Got them. Got them. Interesting. I know who they are now. I know. I know Predacons. <laughs> well, now I'm confused because in the in the old TV show, the Predacons was just like the word they used for all of the Decepticons that were now they they lived with the in in contrast to the uh, the Maximals. animals. Maximals. Oh. And Megatron was a Predacon. Like I said, I had the Megatron Dinosaur Predacon Transformer that was given to me as a gift. Well, um, I, there's so many, there's so many twists that are absolutely inexplicable. Um, including one that I learned today after having seen the movie. Oh, um, wow. Because I did not know it at the time. And I don't think most people watching the movie would be aware of, Hmm. unless you were deep, deep on Transformers. Um, and it clearly didn't affect the plot or whatever you were watching because you're like just completely. Let me tell you. Over your head. Let me tell you. Did not affect the plot. Did not (laughs) affect the plot. Didn't affect the plot. The plot and this revelation in no way do they meet. What was it? Oh, just I'll, me, I'll g- tell you that at the end. I, I want to give these <laughs> things. I want to give that in order because that is con- truly confounding. Um, Alex, I've asked you to make sure you don't get spoiled in the short period of time before we discuss this film um, mm-hmm. because there are a couple of things happening at the end of this movie that are, I'm just going to say, shocking in a wildly confusing way. So... Um, this film, and again, if anyone gives a fuck about Transformers movies, I intend to spoil these films. So, you know, if you want to go see it, go see it, I guess. I, I, fine. I mean, it's not as grating as previous Transformers films. So there's that. So oh, there you you go. Know, go see nice. it. If you, if you like me, go see it. Sure. Um, don't let me stop you. It was an entertaining time, but it was also so fucking dumb. Let's talk about well, who we got going on here? Alex, this movie starts, I believe, I, I finally think I've worked out um, thousands and thousands of years ago, tens of thousands of years ago. Okay. Um, and we got the Maximal. So we got like a gorilla guy and another gorilla guy and a bird <laughs> guy and a rhino guy and a cheetah guy. Okay. Um, so now what's also interesting is that uh, the people voicing these I the only one I was definitely sure of I knew Michelle Yeoh was a uh, voicing Bird Lady Air Razor. Um, I was pretty sure that Ron Perlman was vo- voicing Optimus Primal, but uh, again they hmm. put the you know the effects on it, and I was like I think so, but I can't really tell. So like I don't know why you're hiring like these big name actors to do voiceovers for this because do you need them? Like I I don't know man I get... like it seems Peter Dinklage is a, is Scourge the main. Uh, Terracon, and uh, I didn't I didn't realize it was him until I'm watching the credits. I knew he was in the movie voicing something, but is it just because of the effects they put on yeah, his voice? They put or the is voice, it... they put, okay. you know, well, that seems they silly. They put all these robot effects on him, so it's like I mean, it, it just doesn't really you know I don't know if you need it. Like I mean, I feel like if I had had a better concept of who the hell Pete Davidson is, I would have realized he was the voice of Mirage, but. You know, really? I, I have practically zero context for him as a human, um, aside from his uh, role in uh, Fast X. So, 
I didn't realize he was in Fast X. He is in Fast X for some reason. Um, unnecessarily. Uh, <laughs> SNL dated Ariana Grande. Horrible breakup. Yeah, I know he is. Dated Kim Kardashian. I just, like, I, I don't. Apparently was. Don't know why he's a thing. And, like, I. That's a good question. Could never. I would not remember his his face or his voice if I needed to. Except that I know he looks weird. So, there's that. Um, but yeah, we got these, we got these Maximals, and then all of a sudden these Terracons come down, they're like, hey, we're here, um, we're, we're here to take care of some shit for Unicron, because he's gonna eat up this planet, and he wants you to give us your magic stick. Because they got like a magic stick, it's like a, I don't know, like a cosmic key or something, I don't know what it's called, it's something kind of key, it's not the thing for the Master of the Universe movie, but it's basically the same thing as the thing for the Master of the Universe movie. Um, I got really excited when you said Cosmic Key, to be honest yeah. with you. Because I was like, is that the thing that he's telling me that's like the big spoiler? Yeah, yeah. Um, that it's a He-Man yeah, crossover? Yeah, at, at the end, like, Orko shows up. Orko and Man-at-Arms show up. And they're like, hey, man. <laughs> the Cosmic Key! What the fuck? <laughs> oh, and Gwildor's here. Yes! <laughs> Ugh. And Tom okay. Paris for some reason. <laughs> and they're like, hey, hey guys, you want to hang out with us on Planet Eternia and the Starship Voyager? And they're like, maybe. Uh, cut to black. <laughs> that would be amazing. Wait, did you say Omicron or? Uh, Unicron. 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 I get all those cons. The Because was Omicron something? I know it was something, but uh, I don't that's remember a, what it was. It's a variant of the COVID virus. Omicron. You're right. Sorry. My Unicron, apologies. Unicron is. Is, uh, a big planet-eating. He's a big planet-eating monster. Was it the thing that was a big face on the old transform that Orson Welles was? Yeah, yeah, in the yeah in the animated movie. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Is it like Galactus? And yeah, oh, it's very much like Galactus in the fact that it's a giant thing. It eats planets and it has minions, the Terracons, that it sends out to, to like uh, Peter Dinklage yeah. goes in front of them. Yeah, a la Silver Surfer. Mm-hmm. It's like, all right, guys. Give us your, give us the cosmic key, and we're gonna eat your planet. Exactly. So that's. So why are they there and not on like? So this takes place before the other movies, and I yeah. guess the events of like um the Transformers planet, which whose name escapes me. Cybertron. So they're they're from Cybertron, but they found this new planet. We'll get to this. Okay. Because this, I, this gets wild. Um. So yeah. So we're yeah tens of thousands of years ago. This happened. Um. They're like, hey, we're on this random fucking planet and they're like hey give us the cosmic key so we can go to planet Eternia and hang out with Tom Paris or something and wait hmm? can I ask one more question I'm so sorry please ask all your questions are they alien creatures on another planet or is it like we are an ape we are clearly some sort of uh, predecessor to a bird we'll get to this goodness yeah all right go ahead yeah Yeah. uh, again I I got questions too friend so we will we will put our questions together and submit them to the internet Um, you know (laughs) New segment of the podcast called (laughs) Questions Submitted to the Internet. Um, gonna log on to Quora. No. Um, so, um, and these Terracons, which again, the names of these things. The Terracons are like, hey, Maximals, you're gonna give us that cosmic key. And they're like, no, we can't. And so the one ape, the one ape robot, who's apparently named Ape Link, nope, um, is like, hey, <laughs> other, other ape robot, um, Optimus Primal, you and these other randos, you need to go, you need to go take the cosmic key 
and get out of here and, and get away. Like, yeah, fine. He destroys this planet, fine, but you can't let him destroy the entire universe. And if he gets the cosmic key, then Unicron can go around and just find all the planets. So, so, so we do that. Other than like picking a point of light in the sky, it's like, all right, let's go. Well, we'll get there in a couple of million years. Unless I we guess got... Unicron only wants to eat planets that have um, energon. Okay. Which so that's just a thing that's in the universe now, just everywhere. Yeah, there's yeah. Okay. Well, it's not everywhere because then they could just eat any planet. So, hmm. but it's on a lot of planets. And they can't tell from the spectrum light of a star what planets have energon and don't. That's energon fine. That's seems fine. very convinced. Um, also, I was thinking okay. back, like, wasn't like energon like a big deal in like those early Transformers yeah. movies or something? Like, okay, keep that, yeah. keep that in mind, keep that in mind as well, keep that in mind as well. So yeah, so our our fellow um, uh, Optimus Primal and his pals, they uh, hop off onto a ship with a cosmic key and they head out and they're like goodbye. And we you know we go back to the fight and we see. Uh, uh, who is apparently named Ape Link. Not going to get past that name. Uh, Ape Link is a fight with a, a, a Peter Dinklage robot. And mm-hmm. he's and Peter Dinklage robot is like, ha, I've killed a lot of uh, you fucking ro- dummy robots. Uh, so, and what his whole thing is, he's like a, it's like a Colonel Kurt situation. You know how Transformers all have like little, um, they've got the, like their little uh, crest. Like their little Transformer logo. <laughs> yeah, the Autobots yeah, logo. Yeah, like the or... other Decepticons have their own logo. Well, also, the Maximals have their own logo. So Very brand-centric. Yeah, I appreciate that great, about the great Transformers. for all the robots in the universe throughout time. Um, well, and this this Scourge, is just, he's got like, he's basically just got like, he's got covered in like these things. Because like every, every uh, species, I guess, that he kills off, takes off their little hood ornament oh, and like wow. pops it on him. Like he's wearing a bunch of fucking Disney pins or something. <laughs> One of those jackets with all those buttons yeah, on it, yeah. like from the 90s. Yeah. Goodness. Yeah, so that's like his deal. So, I mean, okay. it's like if Colonel Kurtz was like a loser covered in Transformers pins. <laughs> so that's his thing. So he takes that and kills him. Kills our, he kills our dear Ape Link. Oh no, poor Ape Link. Never heard poor of Ape Link in Ape my Lincoln. life. <laughs> um, <laughs> that would be a better name <laughs> but so then all right so now we we uh we know that those maximals went off where did they go who knows maybe we'll find out cut to 1994 we got some humans we got a guy and he's got a he's got a little brother that's sick he's got sickle cell like a very ill child um he's trying to get a job like he, he can't get hired anymore anywhere apparently he got kicked out of the army for like being too cool for school or something don't know it's 1994 what did you get where were you when what was going on what did you you, you were in the iraq were you in the first iraq war like you got kicked out there like what's going on what are you even doing but whatever he got kicked out of the army for and they don't even tell us why we don't get to find out save that i guess for a future movie <laughs> um but probably because he was hanging out he was too busy hanging out with he-man um we're gonna make we're all just gonna they're all gonna be prequels from going forward oh um, yeah totally but so and like the kid the kid can't get treatment because they haven't paid the bill so oh wow i'm like ah this is depressing as fuck so and the mom's working like three jobs or whatever and you know the, the older you know brother can't get a job because he got kicked out of the army for some reason little kids just want to play you know video games but his hand hurts because sickle cell and lack of treatment 
resentment. <sighs> God. Depressing. Depressing shit. So, uh, brothers eventually like, all right. <sighs> all right. My friend has been trying to get me to do some crimes. So, Clearly. Uh, I was about to say, well, he's got to pull a caper. I guess. I guess. I, like, my little brother needs fucking medical treatment. And I live in America. So, I guess I'm going to be forced to do crimes. So, he goes to his friend. He's like, hey, friend. Listen. I'm ready to do some crimes. So, the friend's like, cool. Great. So, well, we're going to do a crime, Alex. We're, you know, uh, there's going to, where there's going to be a, a big, uh, seemingly there's a big gala going on somewhere. And uh, we find out because we cut to the museum and the museum's got some new artifacts in. And there's like an intern there that really knows everything and her boss doesn't know anything because um, her boss is just taking credit for all of her work. And she's like, hey, boss, I think that new artifact you found, um, I can't, that doesn't seem to match anything that's so weird she's like okay Ooh. whatever cool i'm going to the to the fancy gala now we're just talking about this gala it seems like real like a thing um a bunch of rich people are going to be there and i'm like oh wow we're, we're about to this gala is going to be where some crime goes down or something i don't know so she's trying to study this 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 bird statue um but it, it doesn't seem to match where it's from it's like ten thousand years old what could it be hmm weird hmm. So, uh, we find out what the crime is. The crime has nothing to do with the gala. We've been setting up a gala and talking about rich people. Nothing to do. Clearly something was reshot at some point. Um, because all of a sudden there's no gala. Um, there's no, we don't even talking about rich people. This guy is going to, I, he's breaking, he's stealing a car from a garage. Like there's like a fancy Porsche that's been sitting in the same spot for like three weeks. But I don't know if this is supposed to be where a parking garage near where the gala is. I don't know. I don't know what happened hmm. to the gala, but it, it got removed from the script and the film at some point. I mean, if I went to a friend who was trying to get me to do heists and he's like, all right, I got this one for you. And he rolled out this giant map of whatever facility the gala is taking place at. And is like, OK, you're coming in from the back room from here. We're going to get bags. We're going to wear masks. We're going to have everyone put in their valuables. And we're going to get out of there. We're also going to steal these prized artifacts. I would think like, what the fuck, man? Yeah, well, this is like a legit operation. So boosting cars what, seems what, like it's something had, more well, at that Alex, level. He's, you know, he's got like an earpiece in. He's, and again, this is '94 technology, so that's got to be real fancy. Okay, that's like he's got yeah, an that's crazy. In. He like he sneaks in like the back, the back door. He, he gets by the caterers. Um, again, I don't know if we're at the gala or what's going on. And then he makes it to the parking garage. Why did you have to? What sneak? does the hearing thing look like? Is it giant? Like, is it like the headphones I I'm mean, wearing now? Because this is the not, this yeah, is Zach Moore's I, cell phone great, era. Like, yeah, what the fuck? Great question. Great question. Um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, he does all this like sneaking, and finally he makes it to the parking garage? <laughs> question mark. Um, and so like he's he's trying to like you know he's got like a coat hanger and he's trying to get the in into the car and get it unlocked, and every time he unlocks it, it locks itself back up. It's like what's going on? Finally, he's able to get into this car, and uh, and he's like, and then like a security guard's like, hey you. You, I see you get out of that car and he's like um oh I can't I'm sorry I'm trying to get I can't get out of the car and then like a message comes on the car radio and it's like Autobots we have to meet there's a thing somebody found a magic stick or something and he's like what the fuck's going on and this car starts driving around he's no not way. in control of it Alex surprise <laughs> it's a transformer <laughs> Now that's the first surprising thing you've pulled on me thus this whole conversation. Uh, well, there's gonna Alex, if you if that gotcha, we'll use some of these other surprises. There's gonna be lots of surprises. Well the bird is clearly a the bird statue is clearly a transformer as well. 
I don't know what you're talking about. Um, <laughs> no clue. Um, it does have like a little symbol on it. It's uh, like a little like, interesting. Little, uh, don't worry, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Not a big deal. Not a big deal. It's just a Maltese Falcon. Um, so then there's a chase. Because uh, the cops now are chasing after this stolen poor. And let me tell you, at least three cops died. <laughs> there is wow. no question. Like, the, this, this, these, some of these cop cars, like, hit and flipped. And th- th- police officers died in this film. And for that alone, I support it. I, I don't know if anyone else, like, any other, like, people died. I don't think any other people died. But definitely some cops died. So, uh, Wow. I mean, you don't see them die, but you assume they- no, there's only one so of many. Definitely, like I, there's no way. There's you're driving a 1994 car and it did that. No chance. Yeah, it's not gonna no happen. No chance. Not gonna happen. Like because um, the transformer he's in is Mirage, and Mirage Ooh. can make like hologram other versions of him. So it's like, oh, I'm che- which one of these cars am I chasing? Is it this one or this one? Um, and so you're chasing one, and you you've almost caught up to it, and then it disappears because it was a Mirage, and then that cop just like goes slam into a fucking barricade and like done done like he slams like the hood is like destroyed in the in the car turns over like that cop is they will not have enough to bury of that cop no chance and there was at least one other terrible cop fatality um wonderful wonderful like on that alone i was like you know what movie i think i think i'm still confused about this maximal situation but um i mean one of the one of the better transformers powers to have is like look i can make weird holograms compared to do any of them else have cool powers like that oh uh, well we'll talk about it because uh all right so uh our pal mirage he uh he takes uh he takes this guy to uh um you know the place he's supposed to meet the transformers at which is just this you know abandoned factory and he gets in there he's like hey i'm a robot and he's like ah you're a robot and it's like whoa um and so we have all that of course and he's like cool it's cool it's cool it's cool listen we had fun doing that thing now that was a fun little chase i like that let's be pals it's like all right weird um i think i'm just gonna go nope i don't think so because then the rest of the transformers roll up and optimus Prime is like, what are you doing associating with humans? Because <laughs> Optimus Prime's a real douchebag um, in 1994. So mm-hmm. they're like, all right, well, well uh, listen, we saw we saw the light in the sky that humans can't see because it's a different wavelength or whatever. Um, someone clearly found part of the cosmic key. Okay. So we got to go get it now because if we don't get it, maybe the bad guys will get it. Skeletor is definitely looking. Skeletor is on the prowl. So wait, is the, is the bird the imp like the? I don't know what you're talking about. Don't even, don't even, don't even <laughs> know what you're talking about. Um, because back at the uh, the museum, um, um, because her boss went to the gala, she was left alone in the lab. So she's checking out the bird thing and uh, doing tests and stuff. Makes it crack, and inside of it, Alex is part of a cosmic key. Oh. So, so it wasn't a transformer or no. the Empress from okay. No, it's just a Maltese Falcon with a cosmic key inside. Okay, just a cosmic key part. Yeah. So they uh so they're like, alright, we gotta go get the cosmic key. So they go and they try to get the cosmic key. Um they're trying to get the cosmic key and they're like, we'll take this human, because he can go in there, because we're big robots and we can't go inside a museum. <laughs> It'll be hard. <laughs> um so he tries and goes to get it. And she, and the one's like, Hey, are you here to steal shit? He's like, No, 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 you don't understand. I'm I'm getting it for some space robots? And they're like what? And then who arrives? But the Terrorcons and they're blowing things <gasps> up. Oh no, now we have to run away and escape because we're going to get killed by evil robots. 
The Caracons were just around? Well, yeah, they came when they when they found when they they got the signal. Whenever this this thing was on Earth, that let, that let out the signal, and they've been waiting. They've been waiting for thousands of years to get this thing because Un- like, Unicron was pissed off when they didn't get it before. But like on the moon, on Jupiter, Mars, they're just chilling in our solar system. No, and it just I, happens I think, to be the I place. Think elsewhere, I think. Uh, I think. Okay, so they have like faster than yeah, light Unicron's travel. Unicron's got can, like, like crazy like technology or some other nonsense. Okay, cool. But, yeah, but yeah, th- them finding this thing is what uh, alerted them, and so now they're coming to get it. And I guess the is it the pre- maybe this is the Predacons or well, all these like little guys that are like little monster guys that are scrappy and like running around. I don't know, but so. Big fight. Uh, Bumblebee is killed. But not really. What do you mean, Alex? Bumblebee is killed. How shocking. Is this when he loses his voice? Oh, no. He, he already was just speaking through, like, uh, yeah, through sound effects. So they things. rebuilt Bumblebee, but didn't give him his voice back? <laughs> well, well, I don't know what you're talking about. Bumblebee's dead. Bumblebee's okay, Bumblebee dead, died. And we are carrying his corpse around for a lot of this movie. Okay. Bumblebee was, was dead to begin with, and we're just carrying yeah, him. I don't, Alex, I don't know why you... In, like, a bag? Like, over their shoulder? Uh, I think mostly just Optimus Prime is just, like, huffing him around. Um, and they're okay. like, all right, uh, well, guys, this is real crazy. They've got, uh, they've got half the cosmic key. If they get the other half, uh, Unicron can take over the universe. Now, at this point, can I point out that all Transformers movies are the same fucking movie? Yeah. Like, oh no, there's a thing. There's a super special thing that can do a thing. Oh, well, if the bad guys get that, they'll win. Oh, we they better get it spark. first. I don't even remember what the one the second one was. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Didn't they teleport or you start to teleport part of Cybertron to Earth? I don't remember. I, yeah, I think that's one of them. I don't know. But like there's all there's always like a there's always a thing. And yeah. the bad guys want to get the thing and they gotta get the thing first. So um lab assistants like, well, hey, I saw some markings on this. And um I've also seen these markings elsewhere. So I think the other piece of this must be in Peru. They're like, here we go. Okay, cool. Let's go to Peru. Let's do it. Um, Let's just make the key that he can take easily and not just destroy the parts that are here, like shoot it off into space. Throw it in a volcano. What are they going to do about it? Yeah. Why'd you guys keep it? Like weird. Just break it. Destroy it. So now we got to go to Peru. Alex, how are we going to get to Peru? Hmm. Is there a boat transformer? No. Spaceship? No. Huh. Plane? Well, interesting. I mean, it would have to be pretty big to fit all these these robots inside. Maybe like a big- Don't tell me there's a giant plane transformer that they get inside of. Uh, well, yeah, of course there is. But what you didn't ask, Alex, was, is he Scottish and does he have a mustache? Huh. There you go. Okay. <laughs> there you go. Okay. Also, I think he may be drunk. I don't know. Like he's, I don't know. Is he, is he, I think he may be drunk. There's a drunk Scottish robot that's also like, like I guess like an old timey aircraft carrier, maybe. I don't know. Well, not an aircraft carrier. Um, Like a, a big, one of those big aircrafts that you can put, I don't know. It's big. Like you, you can put transformers you can, inside. It's so, big I mean, enough it's you pretty can put huge. transformers inside. Yeah. When it turns like into like a robot, it's not like exceptionally large. That's weird. Which, it should be huge. You know, I don't know. Well, I mean, I guess a lot of indie space on the inside usually when it's a when it's a plain thing. Interesting. But uh, yeah. Okay. So they, they, they take that guy and they go to Peru. And no one questions the whole... I guess if you're riding inside a Transformer, it's fine for Transformers to be inside Transformers. Oh, also, I sorry, I forgot to mention, they also um stopped by um they stopped by to check on little brother for a second. It's like, hey, little brother, um I gotta go off and do something, but I'll be back, you know, real soon as I can. But I want you to take care of yourself and like, you know, uh, you know, take your medicine and like, take care of mom. And then it's like, where are you going? And then they hear something outside and 
and fucking dummy robot is like stepping on things and making a commotion and little brother's like oh my god it's a fucking robot like can i go too it's like no you're sickly well you're sickly and dying so no absolutely not we don't need that on this kind of show. <laughs> there's a moment there i'm like i hope not because this kid is not this kid needs his rest he's not doing well um can the autobots not help apparently not apparently not um i mean i mean they're still carrying around their dead friend bumblebee r.i.p by the way uh-huh. <laughs> man he got his solo movie which took place i guess apparently in the late 80s and then 1994 dead just so straight sad. up was it quick was it just like a pop pop and he's gone i mean he got shot well also like sc- um peter dinklage robot ripped out his little uh, medallion thing too oh no and put it on his like pin cushion <laughs> so i mean ouch ouch he's gonna get pin traded it's so sad is his is his uh just eagerness to go for those shiny pins gonna be his undoing in mm. the end like, do they set a trap where it's like, ooh, I thought, let me grab that shiny pin. And it's like actually like, a, ooh, ooh, and got, it shocks him and kills him. I've got a, I've got a rare one. This is from uh, Disney's uh, 15th anniversary. Oh, wow. <laughs> Look at this Pinocchio. It's very obscure. I must have it. <laughs> that's his undoing. Uh, yeah, 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 definitely. That's that's how they get him in the end. And then, and then the, uh, um, and then Lionel and the rest of the Thundercats show up. And they're like, hey, wait, what are you guys doing? doing here we were looking for the cosmic key what was the thing that they always says like eye of thora or something oh yeah it sounded like pandora i don't remember what it is Mm -hmm. they do that Mm -hmm. that's how they're able to see the pieces of the cosmic key it's like oh we gotta go there back to earth one because i guess we're on earth three yeah i don't know what the fuck's going on Mm -hmm. um so they go to peru um, oh, also, also, Bird, um, Bird Robot, Ma- um, Maximal shows up to help out um, in the fight with the Terracons at the museum, and is like, "Hey, I'm, a, I'm the last of the Maximals. Uh, I don't know where the other half is." So, another question, randomly. Mm-hmm. All the other Transformers movies, there's at least moments of glorified military, uh, just propaganda. I'm assuming since the military is led to believe like, hey, we kind of knew the Transformers were a thing, but this is the first time they're seen in the f- original Transformers that they're kind of absent in this movie. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Like, they, uh, okay, like good, good. Yeah, yeah, pretty much, pretty much, pretty much. Yeah. Um, yeah, because we're, we're kind of just we're just kind of dealing with we're in Peru pretty much the rest of the movie. So um, we're not really dealing with that too much um so uh now we're in peru and uh they're like all right uh, we got we got to find this before the the terror cons find it because if they get the whole cosmic key then unicron will be able to do whatever and meanwhile optimus prime is like well if i can get the whole cosmic key then i can get us back to fucking cybertron and then maybe once we're there like you know we can get enough energon to uh fix a bumblebee and he won't be dead anymore because he's dead interesting yeah but there's not enough energon alex there's not enough energon on planet earth uh so they now they're in peru and uh, they got to sneak around of course we're gonna have the humans trying to sneak in because we think we know where it's at and luckily you know because she is like you know the intern knows everything she knows all the archaeological information so she can figure out where they're supposed to go so they find the place and there's a very obvious indiana jones puzzle where you basically turn like two like things and all of a sudden a whole like underground cavern opens up wow yeah don't know how no one found that for thousands and thousands of years 
So they go down to the cave that no one's been into for 10,000 years, and uh, they find where it's supposed to be, but there's uh, they can't find anything there. I mean, they do see some weird, like, um, carvings. So she makes notes of that in her journals. So she's making notes of these important archaeological discoveries in her journals. Once credit. Right. Thinking about. Yeah. So she's doing the that. Important things. Yeah. Thinking, thinking about, about her legacy. Absolutely. The Transformers come and go. Right. Obvi- but, you know. But all of a sudden, oh no, uh, um, I guess the Predacon, again, I'm saying, I guess this is the Predacon. Um, one of those guys shows up down there and they're like, ah, oh, no, we gotta get out of here. So they're trying to escape now. And uh, so now there's a big chase and the Terrorcons are there. Uh, and they end up like this, they end up following this and it leads them into a jungle. And in the jungle, who do they meet? <gasps> it's the rest of the fucking maximals they're not dead but just guarding this this place but apparently like a bird maximal like thought she was the only one left so like huh you guys should like you know email or something i don't know like she was estranged from the group do you guys not have she a gave them an ultimatum and they chose not to go and they're like all right i gotta go like i thought i was the last one. Oh, really sorry we were all just hanging out here in peru why are you like alone weird yeah, there's another story there. Yeah. That's weird. Very strange. Very strange. But yeah, now we get to hang out with our all of our crew. Cheetor, which your name's Cheater. Weird. <laughs> um, R- R- Rhinox and uh, also Optimus Primal. And this is Optimus Primal. Uh, Optimus Prime's like, I'm, I'm sorry, <laughs> excuse me. Um, uh, you're who? I am Optimus Primal. Oh, you are Optimus Prime? I was named in honor of you. Huh. Wait, Optimus Prime was named in honor of no, Optimus, the Maximal? Optimus Primal, the Maximal, is named after Optimus Prime. So all that stuff with Cybertron happened So, well, no, before. because what we learn is, and this is, like, this is almost a throwaway line. It's like, um, like, and Optimus Prime's like, what the fuck? He's like, um, because the the Maximals are originally from the fut- Optimus Prime's future and his past. So seemingly the Maximals came about in the future, but then at some point went back to the past. Which is how I'm assuming they evolved on Earth and how they're able to be these creatures. Why they didn't evolve? And then on they Earth. go back and forth. So they went from the future. But how are they have Earth-like animals? Great question. But <laughs> great question. <laughs> All I have to say though, they were in the future. They decided to be animals instead of because cars. Because what I was thinking about for uh, a second, I was like, well, okay. So were they in the future when they escaped from uh, Unicron? Was that in the that future? Would be and they used the cosmic key to go back in time to escape. That would be. That's interesting. But I don't. I'm. I'm I'm pretty sure that's not the case because it seems like these Terracons and Unicron, they're all like, they've just been waiting and trying to find them for all this time. So seemingly know that like 10,000 years or however long ago, these guys were just on another planet. Some, at some other point in the, some other point in time, they ended up in the past. So why? In another solar system, maybe on proto Venus, who knows? Yeah, but also they aren't. I, well, at least it's, it seems like they're just planets that have like robot guys on them. Like that's just like a, hmm, a common, okay. like, like, you know, how Star Trek, most species are kind of humans, but with like a weird nose thing. Um, like basically in Transformers world, um, everybody's just kind of a robot guy. <laughs> um, <laughs> most people just look like robot guys of some sort. Uh, but seemingly that the Maximals, their whole thing is basically colonizing other planets and hanging out. So, uh, as robots. Yeah. Okay. So. 
No. But keeping fucking keeping their clue. earth animal forms I don't instead know of scanning whatever the new earth animal forms. Don't know. Don't know why they kind of look like animals, but not like animals at all. Cuz that's what they looked like on their fucking planet, which was not earth. And they're bigger than those animals. Yeah, it makes no That's, sense. No you're explanation. You're not going to hang out with... There's no explanation of why they look like what they look like, except they're from the future and the past. That's pretty awesome. Just because of the audacity of trying to throw that into the story yeah. and being and like, just like, what? Add, like, nothing. And basically, Optimus... And then there's a scene that's like, um, Primal and uh, Burr are talking, and it's like, boy, Optimus Prime, uh, kind of a dick, right? <laughs> well, he's been through a lot, I mean. <laughs> and also, you know, it's we're just seeing him now. You know, he still has a whole future ahead of him, so I guess. That is awesome. Yeah, so that's a thing. So, I mean, you know, now we just, they've got a, they've got the other half because they moved the piece of the cosmic key. So now they're like, all right, well, we just gotta, we gotta get this thing. We gotta, but I'm trying to like, all right, we gotta, we gotta get the other piece back so we can use it to get to Cybertron and save Bumblebee. Um, but the other thing is these Ma- Maximals are like, oh yeah, we got Energon like all over the place. Like, we got like slabs of it everywhere. Here, he can, dead Bumblebee can lie on this. It'll give him peace. Is there enough to heal him? Oh, no, 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 no. Because it's not, it's like, you know, just like basic Energon. So it's not like charged or anything. We don't have enough energy to like soup it up to make it useful at all. So, because that would take a lot. But he can rest here. But he, this would be a great we- resting place for him because he's yeah. dead. He's very dead. Your friend's dead. He stinks. It's gross. <laughs> well, he can stay here until we bury him, which we are going to bury him, right? Because he's kind of gross. Been carrying around a corpse for a long time. It's weird. Would you need to bury, like, a, a robot? Or would you just recycle it? Those are precious metals. And... I mean, don't know. Don't know. Don't know what you do with a dead robot. So... Please tell me they just plug, after they kill Scourge or whatever, they just take his little insignia that he stole from Bumblebee and just put it back in his head and just kind of push it in and he just heals himself and it's like, I did it! That'd be, no, but Bumblebee's dead. Um... <laughs> So, as a doorknob. Like, why are you gonna pretend like, oh no, Bumblebee's dead for half the movie? Like, guys, we've seen. There's been like five other Transformers movies. He's still gotta he's, meet like he, Shia LaBeouf yeah, and met, see the greatest pyramids in the world. Like he's with not met Megan Fox. He's not met Megan Fox yet. Uh, oh, by the way, sorry. That scene where they go back to hang out with a little brother for a second. Uh, I forgot that like uh, Mirage has like a line that's like, oh yeah, your brother. Yeah, we work together. Well. I mean, you know, we more than work together. He's been inside me. Weird. Huh. What's your, like, what's your weird sex joke in your, in the scene with a little kid, the 10 year old? Why do you get a weird sex joke? I mean, have, I mean, it's a movie. Fine. It's PG 13. Sure. But like, could you not have it in the scene with the little kid? The sick child died. Could we not make a, like, like a weird sexual innuendo in the scene with the sickly dying child? I mean, just to, just to throw this out there, we did see the My Strange Addiction where the guy loved his car. Mm. So, I mean, it's not outside the realm of possibility. That was just a fact that was thrown out. And that was another one of the twists of a human and a robot in a relationship. Ah. Not in my 1994 America. <sighs> Weird. Weird. But, uh, yeah. So, uh, basically, now, you know, they got to get it. But the thing they is, when to. Scourge touches you, when Peter Dinklage robot touches you, he infects you. Which we find out at this point because he infects a bird robot and bird robot's like, ah, he's got me. Uh, now he's taking control of me. So I'm going to get the cosmic key and give it to him, which it does. 
Um, by the way, like, and, uh, um, like, uh, our main guy is like, he was about to, like, br shoot it, and Optimus Prime is like, please don't shoot the cosmic key. I need it so my friend will stop being dead. He's like, I don't know. I think it would be probably better if I just destroy this, because, like, I don't know. Like, my little brother lives on this planet. I don't want the universe to be destroyed. <laughs> <laughs> Needs of the many, friends. You know, Sorry, Optimus. If my little brother didn't live on this planet, I might be more okay with the universe being destroyed. But my little brother lives here, so ah. This isn't gonna make sense now. Why didn't the Why didn't the primals come out and be like, "Look, this doesn't make sense now, but there might be something. There's an all spark somewhere on this planet that might have the ability to bring your friend back later." Um, yeah. Our history is a little broken. We only have records to a certain point, yeah. but um, yeah. we are from the future. So. And the past. Look, here's your sports almanac. Uh, <laughs> Don't ask questions. It's weird. So, uh, um, but then, yeah, Bird takes it and gives it to a Peter Dinklage robot. And it's like, ah, now I've got both halves of the cosmic key. And now Skeletor can, I mean, Unicron can reign supreme. So they, you know, get that. And so now, basically, you know, there's a Unicron, like, slowly starting to get a portal to Earth. Um, but it apparently takes a while. There's, like, you know, scary black smoke everywhere we see the twin towers and there's smoke and it's like ooh, wow ooh, weird ooh, weird bad choice weird. weird choice it's 1994 i'm seeing the twin towers and black smoke everywhere so omicron just wants to like eat everything the world is his buffet or like the universe is a buffet if he has the cosmic key he can find all the planets that have that tasty energon and just eat them yeah. he's a glutton yeah he's yeah yeah so that's what he likes to do is get some primals or some uh what are those terracons on a planet make it crunchy mm -hmm. and then he goes in and eats now, them what, what I like to do is <laughs> I like to get um I get a plant get some little, get some little terracons <laughs> uh, to, to rouse about get all the good technology for give me that good technology you know get that in there and then I put a little gravy on it and then I'll, I'll eat that plant <laughs> up I'll eat that plant up um, and then uh, you put a little, little chocolate put some chocolate chips on it get some of that hard chocolate turns into a shell make like two layers on it and then i eat that planet i eat that planet up yeah i just imagine huge spaceships dropping like meteor sized chocolate chips onto <laughs> the planet they just hit like oh you just run <sighs> we've delivered the caramel morsels <laughs> That's the planet destruction I want to see. Yeah, I want to see him, like, really enjoy a good planet. Yeah. So, like, now we got to go, like, oh, we got to, we got to, it's everything. And everyone's like, oh, well, I guess we're fucked now. And everyone's just like, well, yeah, it seems like we're fucked. The universe is fucked. Oh, well. And the guy's like, no, guys, like, my little brother lives on this planet. We can't be fucked. I got a little brother. Don't you guys understand? So, uh. You think Optimus would be also like, look, we also have to save Bumblebee, so we have to do something. Yeah, yeah. That, that pretty much is where they bond over. They're like, you're right. You know, I was only thinking about saving, um, Bumblebee, but we can also save your little brother. We should work together. You know, maybe I don't hate humans. Maybe we can work together and be friends and build a future together over the next several movies. Um, Optimus's internal monologue is, I'm going to use this human to get Bumblebee back to life, and then I <laughs> will kill his brother if I have to, definitely. whatever it takes. I will kill his little brother to bring <laughs> Bumblebee back. Also, we're just saying, we're calling him B all movie. We're not saying Bumblebee, we're just saying B. I will kill his little brother to bring B back. <laughs> and now I'm just thinking about, like, little B from Fast X. And I'm like, <laughs> that's great. I love, now, like, Optimus Prime and Dom are the same for me. Little B. Family. B. Dom would be able, he'd be in this pack, too. Oh, yeah. It's like, I remember when fam family's important. Someone in my family died. Well, not technically my, like, but extended fam. Well, I guess family through marriage, so. Oh. 
The way he didn't die in that movie. Never mind. Huh. Well, the, the the mother of his child did die. True. So there's that. There you go. So, um, yeah. So last Fast and the Furious movie, like Dom's car just turns. We find out Dom's car's been a transformer this whole fucking time. <laughs> no way. It just gets a message from Optimus at that point. <laughs> Then we're in the Arctic and a submarine comes up and then there's Wonder Woman. Hey, I was up with a transformer this whole time. It's great. <laughs> and then so what uh, happens yeah. next? So uh, so like well now they gotta they gotta get the cosmic key out of the the Unicron computer thing that's gonna bring Unicron to Earth. Or it's already kind of doing it. Like it's it's ha- it takes a while, you know, it takes a while yeah. to do these things. But luckily there's a way that the humans can like sneak up through like a passageway and like you know do it. So they go up and they start. Doing doing it and uh there's a big fight and it's like oh no elena you run go get the cosmic key i'm gonna stay here and help uh help my buddy uh mirage so uh um so uh he's trying to help so mirage is like protecting them from you know getting killed by peter dinklage robot and uh our main guy is just like, he's like, no, Mirage, he's killing you. You're going to die. He's like, it's okay. And then he just kind of <laughs> dies o- like over him, like shielding him. And it's like, oh, this is bad. Wow. And Peter Dinklage robot is like, I'm coming for you, human. And, uh, but then what Mirage does is like, hey, I can help you, but you're going to have to drive because he comes back to life a little bit. And basically now he turns himself into basically an Iron Man suit. What? <laughs> and so he's just going to be worn by our main guy. Huh? Mm-hmm. So now he has like a, he has like a, a transformer a, power suit? Yeah, he's a transformer. Yeah, he's got a transformer like Mega Man suit on. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. So um, he's so there, and there's that, and they fight, and then Optimus Prime gets in the fight, and Optimus Primal, and all of our all of our dear friends are all scrapping it up, and eventually Elena almost falls off a thing. She's got like she's got her notes, which luckily she took all these great like archaeology notes, which is apparently the code that you need to input to turn off uh, the Unicron computer. Very convenient. Very convenient. So um, they do that, and it stops. Oh, and they turn it off. Turn it off and it stops. And so Unicron doesn't come to so devour Unicron the Earth. Unicron does not devour Earth in 1994. Hurrah! We all survived 1994, and we and were all it? too that's legit to quit. Well, no, that's not the end of the movie. It's not the end of the movie. This is where it begins. Well, this is—I mean, well, <laughs> no, this kidding. is where He-Man shows up. Um, He-Man and Scrooge McDuck. <laughs> <laughs> and then Ninja Turtles. Um, so, uh, no. Uh, but, uh, you know, Optimus Prime is like, ah, oh, we've learned to work together. Uh, humans don't suck, I guess. Hmm, <laughs> maybe I'll stop being such a douchebag. And uh, the Primals are still alive, too. So I'm like, or the Maximals. So I'm like, where the fuck are they in the later movies? Question mark. Hanging out. Um, oh, also in the fight, um, because the Unicron laser thing, um, that uh, shot up a bunch of power, which somehow charged up all the energy. John and luckily Dead B was laying on a big stack of Energon, so he got charged up and he's fine. He joins the fight too, so that happens. No. Uh, at one point, Optimus Prime uh, rips the pen off of uh, perfect off, off of the pen trader and gives it back to Bumblebee. It's like B here, this is for you. Awesome. Yeah. So uh, you know. Congratulations. Uh, um, Iron Man uh, main guy um, is able to save Optimus Prime because there's a second Alex. Optimus Prime is going to sacrifice himself to save everyone. And it's real scary because like, oh my God, Optimus Prime is going to die. Except the fact that we've seen other movies with Optimus Prime. Why are you guys doing this? Bumblebee isn't dead and Optimus Prime isn't going to die. They're in the later movie. (sighs) 
I don't. It's some suspense. So weird. <laughs> Artificial suspense is like, well, I know he's not going to die, but how is he not going to die? So I got to know. Now, you know, we've, we've everything's done. Um, so now, you know, every, the guy goes back to his little brother and his mom's and his like, and little brother's like, oh my God, you didn't die. Hurrah. Yay. Um, so that's cute. Does the brother live? I mean, so far, so far he's alive. I mean. How? Just for taking the medicine? Well, he's, I mean, Alex, he's been, they, they were in Peru for like, I don't know, a day? Maybe not even a day. He's he's not that, he's not dying. He, he has sickle cell. He's very ill, but he's not like dying. He just, he can't use his hand to play the video game that he wants to play. Um, and there's no technology the robots have because they're all like Yeah, and like he can't get treatment tech. because we he lives in America in the Bronx. And they won't let him go to treatment without him paying anymore, mm. which is fucked up. But America. Pretty, really fucked up. Yeah. Um, so he's like, hey, listen, uh, I'm back now. <laughs> I'm going to go get a job. Like, I just like helped some robots and shit. Um, but also part of the <laughs> part of the original deal with uh, Mirage was like, hey, listen, listen, if you help us out, here's what I'll do. I'll, I'll let you sell me because <laughs> obviously he can turn into any kind of car. He can sell the car, get the money. And then, you know, he just like changes and gets out of there. <laughs> and oh, they can, wow. they can, that's a grift they could do for a while. So I'm like, yeah. so theoretically they'll have money now, which is great. But he's still like, I'm going to get a job. So um, he's gotten a call about a job and he goes and it's another security thing. And he goes and it's like, hey, uh, yeah, I'm here about the security job. And while he's there, we see on the TV, on they're playing 60 Minutes. And uh, Leslie Stahl, whom looks whom I forgot how old she looked in 1994. She looks as old as she does now, which either says great things about now or terrible things about 94. Leslie Stahl. <laughs> um, I don't think they tried to DH her at all. It's very weird. Wow. Um, but yeah, Leslie Stahl in 60 Minutes is interviewing, um, what's her name? Uh, about her amazing arc, Elena, about her amazing archaeological discovery in Peru. So I guess she's getting something out of this. There you go. Um, but our main guy is interviewing for this security job position. And they're like, all right, yeah, go to the back. So he goes back there and it's uh, a guy that was in House of Cards. I don't know what else he's from, but... Uh, Kevin Spacey? No, not Kevin Spacey. Alec. Kevin Spacey cannot be in movies anymore. He's a I was about to say, if that's the big shock, no, no, if that's no, the no, thing, no, is he, like, holy... No, no it's, not uh, cool. Who is this guy? He's... Uh, I mean, you're not going to... Michael know Kelly? Him. He was an agent Burke, according yes, to IMDb. Yes, yes. Don't read anything else. Um, yes. He, yeah, he, he goes to him, and he and he's like, hey, all right, listen. Hey, so, uh, well, your resume is a little thin. He's like, yeah, well, I've I just been... Uh, I've actually uh, been in South America, you know, doing some doing some work doing a job recently so i haven't i haven't really had time to update my resume he's like oh, okay cool so how was peru and he's like i didn't say anything about peru he's like ah yes but you see uh we we know uh we know a lot about the things that were going on there and it's like oh fuck so and i was like okay great so now we're going to introduce that dumb organization from the first transformers movies and yeah. like that i know mostly from the ride because we're that's where we are in the ride in the nest group so i'm like oh great great and he's like hey listen you should join us and you should get your friends to join us too we could really use some guys like you and he's like so here take my card and then he like opens like a secret door and he like goes down an elevator and it's like well i mean could he just like give him offer him the job on the spot could he you gotta call him back now that's weird but then we look at the card alex and what does the card say gi joe are you serious or are you joking i'm fucking dead serious what? Why? Impossible. Why? <laughs> there's no mention of Cobra or G.I. Joe in the later <laughs> movies. And there's like less than a 10 year gap between that, right? 
I mean, no, I, no, I don't. There have been no GI Joes in Transformers movies up until now. No. Yeah. This so is... if it happens in '94, and the first Transformers movie was like what? 2000. And... When did it come out? It was yeah, in the 2007, 2008, somewhere. There's no way that GI Joe has been around and Cobra's been doing shit. Yeah. I like fucking GI. Like, I mean, in that is crazy. It's just like what? Hmm. When is the first Transformers? 2007. Yeah. Do they play like a da 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 da? Like the credits are just a GI Joe theme song. I don't know if they. And everyone is confused. Like I honestly, it was just so what? Because it really like I was just like, oh yeah, it's gonna be like the organization from the other movies, and then just GI Joe, and I'm like, excuse me, I'm sorry, what? Okay. GI Joe. And it's not like you see anything GI Joe really. It's just the card with the GI Joe logo, and it says GI Joe, and I'm like, what the fuck is this? And it's like he, it's he's you know he doesn't introduce himself as like a knowable. We don't. It's not like anybody we've seen has been GI Joe related, but it's just like it's not Duke or any of the is, actual I mean, GI Joes. This isn't like if at the end of Iron Man when when Nick Fury comes in and it's like same as like J- Jackson's like hello I'm Nick Fury and everyone's like ooh but instead it had just been like hi. I'm Larry. Huh? Like, huh? What? Why G.I. Joe? It makes no sense. I guess in extended universe, like, marketing tie-ins, I guess the next Transformers movie will have G.I. Joes in it? Yeah. I'm Assuming they make more, I'm which sure, I guess they will. I'm sure they will. I'm sure we're going to get a G.I. Joe Transformers crossover next, and it's... But how? But why? <laughs> it's a one-off, right? Or two? Yeah. yeah why? Yeah. Now, I told you I had another surprise I learned after the movie. Okay. Unicron, you know, is the big villain of this movie. Yeah. Unicron's been in a Transformers movie before. Yeah. Not the animated one. A live-action Transformers movie. Yeah, I think he was in, um... I know he was in one, but I don't remember what he did in that. So, in, um, like, one of the... The Last night from 2017. Okay, so... We find... The last one. Yeah. I... Probably, yeah. Um... The one before Bumblebee. Yeah. Yeah, oh yeah, 2017. Yeah, it must be. Um... In that one, we find out that uni- that Earth is basically Unicron. Unicron Earth formed around Unicron. So that means at some point Unicron traveled oh, back yeah. in time and Earth formed around it. So it was going to try to eat itself? I guess. I guess it's a good thing the Autobots stopped that because that would have been a weird... I would have been fucked up. Or was it always in the center of the Earth and like it's warping was warping it out of the center because it can't eat from the inside out? No, no. The, 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 the one, the, the evil Unicron that we have in this movie seemingly was unaware that he was also... So I think like the one in the inside okay. the Earth is from, probably from further in the future and then got obviously went back in time and became the Earth. So he... Wild. I mean, unaware. Because apparently at the end of the, that movie, um, like, it's still, like, they're trying, like, some like there's some group that's trying to, like, use Unicron's energy to bring Cybertron back or something. Um, and there's still, like, a, there's, like, a piece of, like, Unicron coming out of the Earth that's... Uh, and that's, like, the cliffhanger of the movie. But that doesn't get resolved because I, we're doing something completely different in this movie. <laughs> yeah, we're going back. We did Bumblebee and now this movie and now G.I. Joes and Transformers. Where does it end? What other properties does Hasbro own that they could use? The Monopoly Man. Monopoly Man. Monopoly is is canon Transformers. Fuck. Wow. I was not expecting G.I. Joe. No. How could you? And I from freely forgot about the Unicron thing. I don't know if I saw all of... I think I only saw parts of The Last Night or whatever. I, yeah, I don't think I, I that saw that. Because that had the Dinobots. It really? I definitely didn't and see And they that. had been like... Living on some island out in the middle of the Pacific, I think, or something for a long time. And 
Optimus had to like tame them and before they would like wow. work with him. It was weird. And that's the only part I remember because that's all I saw, I think. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I. That is nuts. So wild. So way too much time traveling with these robots going on. Yeah. So does he eventually get the AllSpark? Or not the AllSpark, but the um, the Cosmic Key and just... So does the Cosmic Key, like... They destroy the Cosmic Key at the end of this movie. Okay. Yeah. That's how they stop him. So how does he go back in time? I, in the future? I guess, he's got, I guess he finds another way eventually. He finds a way. Well, because I think they say that he gets, uh, like, when the, the whole Cosmic Key thing fails, I guess he's he gets banished to another realm or something. So maybe that's when he, he maybe that shoots him back in time and he becomes stuck in the Earth. I don't know. They certainly hmm. don't say that because I wasn't aware that Unicron had been inside the Earth in the previous fucking movies. That's like that weird Marvel movie where there's those, the Earth is just an egg for whatever those things were. Yeah. What, what was that movie called? Um, Eternals. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. So fun ride? I mean, clearly fun, we've, fun I've enjoyed this fun conversation. Ride. Because it's so fucking, like, it's so dumb and because it's, it pivots on you believing that Bumblebee's dead, believing that Optimus Prime is going to sacrifice himself, trying to figure out the whole time timeline of this bullshit. Um, and this whole, like, crazy, like, G.I. Joe reveal. Yeah. Like, those are, like, three things that are, like, what the fuck are we talking about? The G.I. Joe thing pushes you over the edge of sanity. Mm-hmm. I'm sure with this movie. Because it, it's, like, it, it's not like a, oh, my God, it's like a, what? Really? Huh. Okay, I get. I, how? I don't know. So weird. So Are they weird. time traveling? What the fuck's going on? And you could we couldn't even just like see some GI Joe guys. You can just like. Oh uh, well, no! I guess the, I definitely wouldn't rule out Heyman popping up some uh, yeah, somewhere. I know. That's telling you. Like, sure, sure. Mm. Huh. Weird. So is Cobra going to team up with the Decepticons? Uh, no clue. No. Are the Terracons dead? Um. Well, Peter Dinklage robot is definitely dead because he got his face pushed into lava. But Cobra finds those little pins on him. It's like, let's find what this technology could be. And that's how Destro yeah, is made. Yeah. And pretty soon you got all Destro of them. Destro is made out of Transformer pins. <laughs> they got melted does, down. Does What's-His-Name still have Mirage suit? Um, No, because he fixes him up in the end. He gets some spare car parts. And is able to fix him up, and he's and then he his, that can fix his an friend, his yeah, friend sure. that was trying to um you know get him to do crimes. He's like, hey, I want you to I want you to see my car. He's like, oh, this car looks beat up. He's like, no, I've been fixing it up. He's like, nah, I bet it won't even start. I bet it will. And then he's like, and he's like, oh my god, it's a robot. It's like, yeah. I really thought you were gonna do Night Rider. Like to me, all properties have could have been bought by Hasbro, and suddenly it's like, oh, this one will beep 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 beep, and it's Kit, and you're like, what the fuck? Transformers movie, calm the hell down. Yeah. That is, I want to see this movie now, as weird as that sounds. And then the Muppets like, show up? Very strange. <laughs> <laughs> I would love the Muppets to be in a Transformers movie. I don't know how that would work, Stadler but it would be awesome. Waldorf just like make, talking shit about these fucking robots. Never explained. I just want them to be there oh, and yeah. part of it. Yeah, great. They're just like sitting on like, Optimus Prime's shoulder. <laughs> You're calling out a car? <laughs> That would be really awesome. Yeah, yeah. I mean, who knows? Who fucking knows? So bizarre. This movie was so fucking stupid. I think more watchable than other Transformers movies, but also just if, wildly fucking. If it didn't make you sick or nauseous, I think you're good. And did you have butt kicker technology? Did you see it in yes. 3D? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, no 3D, but uh, definitely butt kicker technology. So you felt that movie? Yeah, you did a lot, a lot. 
when the Scottish plane was talking and they were like riding and it hit turbulence, oh. you were there. And that, that drunk Scottish plane was having a lot of turbulence. There was also a Mexican robot that wore glasses. Um, and the main guy um, asked him if he knew Spanish. And the robot was like, hey, that's racist. And I'm still trying to work out that. I'm like, no, but you speak with like a Mexican. You speak with a Spanish accent. So you, why wouldn't he? So he thinks you speak Spanish. And that's a robot. The, the robot is making a choice there. Yeah. Because his first language is not any human language. And now that these robots go planet to planet, I mean, who know, what do they speak on Cybertron? Yeah. Don't know. Don't know. Do, do they have glasses and mustaches on Cybertron? Like, what is that about? Why would you need that? Great question. How would that help with your Transformer eye? Don't know. It's so weird. That is, wow. Mm-hmm. I look forward to eventually watching this movie in my VR rig. Just just see it like on a big screen, just to see what, I mean, it can't be any worse than any of the other Transformers movies. Yeah. And clearly more fun. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Though if it doesn't have, I guess it has the two towers instead of the pyramids. Just like the, the yeah, yeah. landmark they anchor it with. But has anyone in a Transformers movie ever said anything like Megan Fox at least the most beautiful, two of the most beautiful pyramids in the world? No, it's still like the greatest line in cinematic history. Exactly. It's just the fucking best. There's a, there was a trailer for the new Expendables that Megan Fox is very much featured in. Oh, nice. Um, and I'm like, oh, I want to see this oh, new. She's getting work. I want to see this new Expendables, which I think means I need to see the last Expendables. I didn't see them after the first one. Yeah, I know I saw the but. first one. I'm pretty sure I saw the second one. Thank you so much for listening to Ramjack. Why did the Mia Maid skip finishing school? Mia, the Mia, what the maid? Maya Maid? Mia, M-I-A-M-A-I-D? The Maya Maid? This is, of course, a Mormon joke. Oh, is what? that like a Mormon thing? I'm just, like asking, a Maya I'm just asking maid? a question. Why did the Maya Maid skip finishing school? I don't know. She had already spent a lot of time in the cultural hall. What? <laughs> Uh, why did the Maya maid skip finishing school? Because she had already spent a lot of time in the cultural hall. Okay, I gotta ask. Um, Mormon jokes? I gotta ask one of the... <laughs> what's a Maya maid and yeah, what's, what's a cultural hall? What is cultural hall to Mormons? <laughs> a large multi-purpose room that is typically located in the back of a meeting house. It is used for a, vari- a variety of activities, including church meetings, community events, recreational activities, family gatherings. Okay. are import- They're important for the Mormon culture. Oh, no. Oh, no. What's wrong? I just learned about Maya maids. What, well, what's a Maya maid? Because apparently it's a Mormon thing, and they love these culture halls. Mm. So, Alex, <clears throat> young women um, are in three different classes. Oh, God. Um. Now, when you're 12, to thir- 12 and 13-year-olds, um, the, that's the beehive. No way. Yeah, that's are you that's serious? the beehive. Twelve to th- twelve and thirteen. So that's beehive age. Maya maid is age fourteen and fifteen. So and then ages sixteen and seventeen are laurel laurels. This is absolutely crazy. So Maya maid. The name Maya maid refers historically to the Mutual Improvement Association. Mutual Improvement Association (MIA). So which adopted the emblem of the rose as a symbol of love, faith, and purity. Maya maids. So Mutual Improvement Association maids. Gross. Today, <laughs> learn about love, faith, and purity as they strengthen their testimony and accept, act upon the young women values. 
you know, I thought we knew a lot about Mormons, but I did not know about meeting halls oh. or cultural halls or our meeting places that have cultural halls attached mm-hmm. where Maya maids and yeah. bees and but not the not the transformer bees and then the laurels meet Bee! um which which uh by ah um which by the way why did the allergic 11 year old girl carry a syringe of adrenaline i have a guess but i'm not sure she would soon she would soon be a beehive she would soon be a beehive <laughs> Mormon jokes that we now understand. <laughs> there you go. With some context. The ritual is to, to, to be part of the beehive. They put a queen bee in your mouth. You have to hold it there. And then like the whole hive just comes and you become a beehive for a moment. Yeah. A temple of God and honey for a moment. Bee. <laughs> thank you so much for listening to Ramjack. It's been a pleasure, Brad. Thank you. As always, good times. Um, Ramjackpodcast.com, Facebook group. Um, you can also find us some of our old videos on YouTube and other places. Tell us what's up. What did, what did you think of the Transformers movie? What lore did we miss? Uh, are there any other movies that you're excited about this summer? I actually saw some trailers to some movies that looked exciting. Um, but we'll see Seems as they come out. Flash Thursday. Oh, goodness. That's going to be crazy. Now I wonder if they're going to have like a Transformers tie-in. Ah, ah. Who's going to show up here? Yeah, Optimus Prime will give the Flash a card. One of the Flashes. That would be amazing. Here. And he also disappears into an elevator that just goes underground. And you're like, what? What the fuck? But at least in that, you know it's multiverse stuff. Right, and there's, right, right. Like, you know what's going on there. And then my, at the very end, Michael Keaton changes from Batman into Beetlejuice. Wow. And it turns out The Flash is just a, is just a lead-in to Beetlejuice 2. Still makes more sense than G.I. Joe, I think. Mm-hmm. That's just weird. Yeah. Or maybe at the end of this, G.I. Joe will hand someone a card. And it's just like from now on, all movies end with someone giving someone I mean, a card. This is G.I. Joe and just disappearing. Well just said, hey, here's my card. And it just says, guy from House of Cards. What? Yeah, seriously. House of Cards is in the Transformers universe. What? At least that means <laughs> Kevin Spacey's dead in Transformers universe, which is a better world. True. True. <laughs> That would be very weird if the Transformers universe and House of Cards were in the same. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of questions I have. Definitely. Definitely. I mean, guys, you know, I know we're excited for all these these wacky um, mash-em-up movies. I know we're excited to see our, our Michael Keaton Batman and our um, Criminal Flash and uh, <laughs> all of these meetups. We're excited to see um, the G.I. Joes hanging out with the Maximals. Or whatever the fuck. Um, I know we're excited to see uh, these uh, new Ninja Turtles hanging out with seizures, I guess. Or whatever the fuck they're doing to me. Um, I'm, but I'm real excited we're going to be seeing uh, uh, Maria Menounos hanging out with Skeletor in the next season of The, the Ultimatum! fucking movies guys what's happening did you say maria menunez and skeletor yeah maria menunez and skeletor i would yeah. fucking listen to that podcast or watch whatever oh show God, that is in a fucking heartbeat podcast. great that would be such a great podcast that might get me going to the theater again if it was like whatever her maria! movie thing <laughs> how is your weird husband <laughs> oh it's skeletor <laughs> is he still strange looking <laughs> That would be, yeah. Pretty That's great. the crossovers we need. Pretty great. Pretty great. I'd love to, love to see that. Love to be a part of that. <laughs> Guys, invite me on your show. So please invite Brad on your show. That would be please, awesome. Please, please invite me, Maria Menounos and Skeletor, to my faves. <laughs> <laughs>
Ugh, weird. 